Oh my God, we're back after two weeks. It feels like a million. Feels like a million. Hey, everybody. How we doing? So, Tier, welcome back after your extensive break of traveling the world, seeing exotic places, living the high end lifestyle that we know you love to live, or simply just being miserable at an airport. It's all good. In Lincoln, Nebraska. <laughs> So and I had to start things off on the happy note of the last sentence from my notes in the previous session. The statue zaps Gelmere with necrotic lightning, aging him nine years. That's yep. that's where we because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gelmir's now 14 years old. Right? Because you're originally which is a lot of goblin, which is like a billion Gelmir goblins. And, and now, no, I'm, I'm, now I'm uh 49. 49? Yeah. I, I'm real old. I don't think goblins know how to count that from their point of birth. I think you. <laughs> I'm only. I'm only six. I'm, I'm thirty-nine. I was saying. <laughs> what the hell? That would make you like five hundred years old in uh, dog years. <laughs> oh, don't I, goblins, I, I. Don't goblins only live to be about twenty? Uh, I'm gonna check right now. I'm up, sure up, to a, up to 60 up to 60 okay okay um, but... i uh J jason i i when i stole the rubies out of uh his hand how many did i get out of my own did i get like two or three out of my own yeah picking? yeah okay yeah so to get tier a little caught up because even though he wasn't here Tyr actually did a pretty good job mpc in the battle that we were in in the xenos's summoning chamber Deem had made it through the worm warrens and had avoided encountering the worm-like creatures for the most part. Um, every now and then, tremors would be felt, and the the idea or possibly the threat of their appearance. But the deeper they went into the warrens, the closer they be, were becoming to getting to the chasm of echoes within the chaos cavern. However, they made a slight detour. They found a ceremony frozen in place, whether it was due to magical means or the failure of the ceremony, we didn't know for sure. But the team began to examine the ceremonial site and realized they were in Xenos's summoning chamber. The One of the apprentices of the Mad Mage responsible for the creation and summoning of the construct worms that were used to develop and dig in the Undermountain. As they begin to interact, they inadvertently, well, let's be fair, Alexander inadvertently triggered the event, causing the green crystals to activate and allow the ceremony to continue. At which point, they fought against the cultists as well as the priest presiding over the summoning ceremony, destroying the creatures or the remnants <coughs> of what they were, the team then began to examine the room. Gems were everywhere. Gelmir was in seventh heaven, looking at this huge wall of very tiny gem chips, this huge statue of a weird worm-like creature with lots of little gem chips in it as well. Gelmir couldn't resist himself. And where we last left off, Gelmir had touched the cursed statue aging exponentially from middle age to elder not quite elderly yet um 
but that's where we last finished off. What would you guys then, like to do? And then, okay, so I had, uh, what was it, three items, I think, that I was, like, attuning to or figuring out, I think. Or maybe it's two, and then the other one, I already knew what it did. Now that's possible. Which curious. items are you thinking of? <laughs> it was the set. It was the set. It was, um, what was it? So I put on the, the, the necklace, right? Was it a necklace? And then I, I saw that I went to the other realm and talked to the guy in the darkness and the void. And then I was handed, what were the two items you guys handed me? Like a two. I had one of them. I reluctantly gave it up. <laughs> reluctantly. There's okay. So there was a circlet that has. There's a circlet that has an emblazoned gem saying Zeno. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I had. I think I had the circlet. Oh, I have it. Circle it and it dagger. Okay, and then I'll put this here in the the chat here for my. And then I think I had a necklace that was the one where it was like. Mm -hmm. Give me the vision. So then there's the. The, the deal that you made with Zeno, you, you kind of... You made a preemptive de yeah. deal with, or a potential pact with the soul fragment of Zeno. Like one does. Question, yeah. wait, have we rested at any point? Do I got spell slots? You uh, still have some, but I used quite a bit of them playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris ran, uh, ran tier for you. Did a pretty good job, too. You're kind oh, of our pocket healer. Yeah. We didn't get you. He stayed behind a corner, jumped out, healed, inspired, hid. Jumped out, <laughs> healed, inspired, hid. Jumped out, buff, okay. buff, hide. Jumped out, heal, inspire. <laughs> okay, there was exactly. no running out with a sword to be like, I'm going to kill it all. Because uh, I, was, I was looking. I just see I have spell slots. All right. I'm used, so I wasn't sure if. Uh... Yeah, keep in mind, too, I, I, I can't uh, click on your sheet or anything. Anybody else running your character can only look at your sheet. Oh. You can't click off on slots. or So I don't know. I Gotcha. So that would have been from way before. <laughs> yeah, probably. Mm -hmm. um, but we could, we're, we were planning, I think, on long resting anyways. Okay, cool. And I th okay. um, think we're currently... Because we're in that chamber, right? If you long rest in the chamber, it's a pretty good choke point. It makes it harder for things to get at you if they do wander um and technically it's about the end of day seven yeah you guys took a long time to come down from the um the the kind of like the recovery station before heading down into the worm wards and you spent hours going down into the warrens mm -hmm. and then you had the battle and then you well you kind of searched for a while first then the battle. So I'd say it's the equivalent of late afternoon, about to be early evening of the of day seven. So uh, you guys think all the magics done out of that statue there? Like it's probably safe now, right? I I I wouldn't tempt it. I don't know how much you need in gems, but. It can't be worth aging another nine to ten years. I mean, I, I how to put this correctly? Uh, you you look older, more worn, but then Thank again, <laughs> but then again, <laughs> it's hard to tell with goblins. They, 
So I don't think we need to, you know, make this about being a goblin or not. I feel like, you know. <laughs> I, uh... You guys live rap is what I'm trying to say. Can we just make this? Yeah, Rahi looks over. Perhaps we should just talk about bad decisions and poor well, choices, mean, Gelmir. When I come across what I'll let you know. <laughs> like the masked Rahi is just staring down at you, like shaking her head. <laughs> What, do, do, would you would you like to set up camp here and, and recuperate? Yeah, that sounds good. Oh, oh, okay. Give you a chance to cook, practice a little bit of cooking, and I think I'm going to start knitting. What if if I if I could just say, you know, what, whatever will take your mind off this obsession with gems would be would be healthy. Yeah, I'm going to knit a bag to put them in. Gelmer, I got I got a more pressing knitting issue. I have a, I have a hole right here where 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 I was stabbed. It's like if you could just I, I'll take off my shirt. You can knit it. And then I'll put the yeah. shirt back on. I'll get this back to you within the next one to two years. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of short walks over to sit down. His is like. His like um, rheumatoid arthritis knuckles pick up a couple knitting needles. <laughs> big big knobs on them, like on the joints. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll try it. <laughs> so, ooh, so Alexander, you have the circlet. Yeah, I have the the circlet, the dagger. Because those two and, match, and, correct? Those were the right, match and then and then whatever whatever that item was that gave me the vision with the soul fragment of Zeno, which I think was a necklace. It, yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was the necklace. Yeah, Alex has Zeno circlet and dagger is what I have in my notes. Okay, the the group kind of forced correct. me to put it on. Yeah, that's what they did. Yeah, we made it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would say if you've Got all that kit on over the next hour while setting up camp. You can see Gelmir is prepping. Um, Rahi is building her alchemy kit. You can see. So, like, the, the area is taken on, like, a little mini campsite. Um, the remains of the of the battle kind of behind all of you. The, the, the big statue and all the crystalline structures dimming with the expulsion of power after the ceremony had faded. And for all as you could tell, is it, it failed. Um, whatever they were trying to do, you guys managed to stop whatever that outcome was. So, um, so for you, Alexander, the necklace is a necklace of vision. And it allows you to interpret Zeno's wishes once per day. Okay. It's not required to, but it's very basic kind of simple interpretation of Zeno's pact. Um, the dagger's dagger of uh, venomous strike. And it's similar it, to what. Uh... Gelmir has, he has a venomous. It's very similar. It's almost identical to Gelmir's. Okay. 
The only difference is the pommel is fashioned with Xenos's emblem at the base of the pommel. And what is that? Um, what does that do? Is that Venomous Strike is... It's the same stats as Galmir's. Galmir's, do you remember yours? Yeah, it's... Um... Plus one to attack and damage rolls, and you can use an action to coat the blade. Oh yeah, I, I have that. I have. I can search and just add that to my sheet. I, I see that yeah, item. It's dagger of venom. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And then the circlet is circlet of insight. You gain advantage and a plus two on all insight checks. That would require attunement, however. Circlet of Insight? Okay. Yep. And you get the feeling that these were probably gifts given to Xenos. And you're beginning to see kind of a coordinated... As each of the apprentices earned favor with Black Cloak, it seemed that they were given responsibilities. Certain kind of caretaking functions... Um, we had we had Annabelle that seemed to be at the beginning of the entrance of the Undermountain and the Keeper of the Tombs. We had Krennix and Theo, which seemed to be responsible for the preservation and creation of the entombment process. And now we have Zeno, who seems to be responsible for creating the worm constructs that were um, used to basically create the massive tunnels and warrens of the Undermountain. Hmm. Hey, uh, Alex, uh, that's a nice circlet you got there. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Like, you want the dagger? I don't think it... It doesn't really suit you. Like It doesn't look good on you. <laughs> that's what I'm you you're so wise and insightful. I know. I can hold on to that for And you. I can tell that now. <laughs> I'm, just, I, I'm just saying, like, if you happen to come across a mirror and you realize how bad you look in that, I'll I'll take it. I'll do I, you know, I I, I I wish you well, but I don't want to take fashion advice from a, a grandpa. Well, I think corduroy is your styles bad. are a little outdated. <laughs> Did you say corduroy. <laughs> 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 it's like a circlet wrapped in corduroy fabric. <laughs> Your styles are a little bit outdated. Just, you know. We'll see. Watch as Galmir pulls out a fresh pair of bell bottoms. I kind of, I, I, I scooch next to Tear and whisper, if, "If you could play anything, that's maybe just." loud but calming to drown out their arguing so they don't get us killed. Um, That'd be great. Just, just saying. <laughs> Thank so you. It's what, plus two? Yes, uh, circle is plus two to insight with advantage. Keep, keep down that racket. <laughs> Get off my lawn, dear. The future is now, old man. <laughs> the future is now. Good God. So, anything anyone wants to do before we 
set up a watch and do the long rest. Would I be able to tell if the aging of Gelmir is reversible at all? Give me an Arcana check or a medical check. Medicine check. Your choice. All right. Let's see. Uh, ooh, the medicine. Oh, I was in that one. <laughs> You're absolutely convinced that you have no idea. I got you. <laughs> you just I mean, described you've seen powerful magics like this before. Um, it, it normally when something like this happens, if you were to seek out someone within a temple or a high bearer or a priest. They could probably offer the best advice on what to do. Made a little bit more challenging by Gelmir's lineage. Um, uh, bit of level of distrust. But unfortunately, the only nearby location that you can expect to reach at some point within the next day is Skullport. I just can't wait until we find like a cleric or something in Skullport. And then the cleric, you know, for like greater restoration or even lesser is going to charge Galmir a gem or two, and then just the insanity that it will lose. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's like, that's about 60% of my showing up to this session today is with that. Oh, I, I've, got, I've got greater restoration. Well, you think he's worth it? I mean, that's like diamond dust and, and stuff, pal. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is there, are there any other side effects of being old? Um, him. Well, I, and, and this is going to sound mean. I, 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 I've grown. Yo, man, how's your joints? But he, <laughs> How are your knees be, feeling? Uh, I didn't bring them with me this time. <laughs> <laughs> your joints. <laughs> Still feeling limber? Yeah, it's. I've had better days. But meanwhile, what? Uh, sitting next to Tier Wintrude, she she's basically annotating certain sections of Dirk's Daring Adventure Guide or, or Dirk's Daring Dungeon Delving is the, is the book <laughs> and of just like what's happened and then like some of the stuff that just doesn't fit her reality of like teamwork and cooperation and when, when, you, when you're actually the smart one and nobody listens to you. <laughs> just methodically going through. Well, no, I'm, I'm Dirk, ready to... Uh... Dirk, Dirk. Ready to rest up? Yeah. I mean, you know, you know enough that greater restoration would probably undo what happened, unless it was a a, a, a curse. Unless it was actually a curse. Then you have to remove curse or something, probably. So there's a there's a chance it might work, but you're not really sure. Oh, well, I don't got no diamond dust, so. I was going to say, though, I mean, I'm not, you know, it, you know, it's Jason. I'm just going off experience out of our past games, Jason, where it's been. You For certain spells like that, you would have to have. The, I the mean, materials I mean, like. Material components for greater, greater spell, you know, cadences get far more demanding. Yeah, uh, the, yeah. the the concern here is whether or not Gelman was cursed or something else happened. <laughs> And unfortunately, with a natural one, it's hard to know for sure. I'm well. Well, I, in in that case, I will take first watch. Who's taking second and third watch? I'll take second. Okay. I'll do third. 
All right, so I got Rahi, Alexander, and Tyr. Oddly enough, that spells rat. Um, so I'm going to roll for rats. Rahi. I'll just uh, I'll check on things as I get up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so with this, Rahi has set up a little kind of like area up near the entrance into the ceremonial chamber while everyone else just kind of crashes out on the floor and cleared up area in front of the ceremonial uh, stairs that lead up to the platform, giving you guys plenty of ability to keep an eye on things around you while also giving you enough time to react in case Rahi sees anything. Eventually, as you guys are all in your long rest, Rahi walks over to Alexander and kind of, shakes your shoulder awake and Rahi says, I have seen nothing. I'm going to go and try to get sleep now. Uh, I'll keep an eye on Gelmir. I'm sure he's going to turn into something evil and eat us in the middle of our sleep. And you watch as she kind of plods over, lies down next to Gelmir and kind of just lies on her side keeping an eye on Gelmir the whole time until she finally drifts off to sleep. Alexander, give me a perception check, please. As you are on guard duty. That's a four. Four? Fucking sick. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. No hard to find good help these days. All right. Um... I just, uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm a little distracted because I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm like looking at the circlet. I'm like, this is pretty cool. This dagger. I'm just like really just thinking about what I talked to Zeno about. And I'm really just in my own element, really not keeping good watch. Yeah. All. Yeah. Um, shit. Go ahead and give me a con save for, for a baseline. <laughs> it's a nine. Nine? Okay. We're off to a great start. Um, so you don't really see anything. You're um, kind of look, looking up the tunnel entrance, looking back at everyone asleep, and kind of looking up and around. Everything seems fine. Uh, at the end of your watch, you walk over to Tyr, and you go to wake up Tyr. You feel a little lethargic, but it's probably just because you're sleepy. Um here, you feel Alexander wake you up from your sleep. Um, what's your passive perception, Tyr? Uh, I think 21. it's 20, yeah, 21 like mine. Yeah, so as he's leaning over you to wake what you up, fuck? you can see something is latched onto his back. It looks like a gelatinous slime and you can see an extended protrusion of like a bone spike that's in his neck. And it's like swollen into his neck. Um, Alexander, take 24 points of um, poison damage. Okay, quick quick question. Am I doing the long rest now or am I waiting and taking this damage before I do the long rest? Um, you took a partial rest. Then you were on watch. And then you take the remainder of your rest, which would be the equivalent of a long rest. So, so I guess my question is: is what what are, what should my health be at before I take this damage, or do, uh, it should be at what it is before your long rest? Okay, I just I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Yeah, we, I get what you're trying to do here. 
Uh, and you can see Tyr's eyes get really big as he sees this gelatinous creature. Like, and, then, right? and then, like, little pseudopod eyes kind of perk up, like, in tentacle <laughs> formation and blink and look so down gross. at Tyr. Um, so 24 points of poison damage. You're poisoned. Um, go ahead and give me a wisdom save, please, uh, Alexander. Uh, yeah. I'd like to do that. And with my low rolls right now. Ten. Ten. <laughs> so the so as Alexander <sighs> stares at you, Tear, everyone else is asleep. So as Alexander <laughs> stares down at you, suddenly his mouth just kind of moves on its own accord. And it's this weird version of his voice. Don't mind that. That's fine. I'm going to go lie down and sleep now. And just like very kind of like autonomous, stands straight up and walks forward and then just slumps to the ground <clears throat> like he's sleepy. The two pseudopod tentacles or, or iPods turn around and blink at you <laughs> like this. And then now you can see that this creature is just draining Alexander's blood. You can just see it pulsing through the translucent form of the creature. What do you want to do? Everyone else is asleep. Yeah, can I uh, see what I got? What, what's what I got in my bag of tricks? You should wake the group elder. <laughs> he looks uh, fine. Let's just he's get, just let's just get all of his stuff before he dies. Age, age equals wisdom here. <laughs> mm. Can I? Di- I'm gonna go uh, dissonant whispers on this little slime, hoping okay. that that will f- force him to disconnect. That's a, that's a disadvantage. So that's gonna be a three minus two. So that's a dirty one. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. All right. Ten damage. Yeah, you shock its system so bad that the gelatinous shape kind of fractures apart. Pizza. Of- pieces of it slop off it detaches the bony spine and immediately slides off of alexander and begins to like crawl into the rocks off to the left of the cave it looks pretty it looks pretty pretty bad like it it looks rough can i take a shot with my uh hand crossbow go for it you you like you shock it off of him as it's sliming away you you take the shot uh 10 10. It hits a rock, it sparks, and you watch as the slime disappears into the cracks and crevices of the rock face. Ah, oh, son of a bitch. Alexander, you wake up, your neck is throbbing. It's swollen to the point where you're having a hard time talking, and you feel like violently ill to your stomach. And there's mucus pouring down the left shoulder of your body. Oh, this is, uh, this is bad. Is <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it so is everybody <clears throat> is everybody asleep? Like, do I long rest at it's all? Just, or? It, no, it's just you and Tear are up right now. Tear, uh, you were exchanging watches with Tear, and he noticed this thing on your shoulder. <clears throat> Tear, yeah, did, yeah. You, uh, did you get rid of it? Is it is it? Is it gone? How do I look? I look. You look very handsome right now. 
<laughs> See, I was trying to carry on. He's starting to swell. His lips are starting to swell. Why don't you uh, get some rest? I'm sure you'll feel great in the morning. Okay. Yeah, and like uh, I'll take care of business. <laughs> on the home just kind of rolls over, vomits a little bit, and then just like drifts <laughs> off to sleep. <laughs> I'll take care of business. Terry, give me a perception check as you begin to focus on your final watch. All right. 29. 29. Um, you grab a torch from the small fire that Gelmir had built, and you begin to cram torches into the different cracks and crevices of the cavern. Every now and then you hear like a sizzling noise and something screeching and kind of going deeper into the rock facade. As you spend your watch getting rid of about a dozen of these creatures that you saw gradually kind of crawling in towards the campsite, but you spent your whole watch kind of like just kind of like zapping them with your torch to keep them away. At the end of the eight hours, nothing else untoward happens as everyone begins to gradually wake up. Everybody but Alexander hears Rahi's voice. Why does he look like a swollen piece of fruit? Alexander, you wake up to Rahi like touching your swollen, your like swollen neck. And you feel a pinching as he ruptures the boil on your neck that now begins to drain this like yellow and green pus. And she scoops out like this weird egg sack and then like looks at you. Do you mind if I keep this, Alexander? <laughs> no, that's completely fine. It, it yeah. slides it into a, and well, you should start feeling better now. And she walks over to like go pack up her kit. So everyone can trigger off a long rest. Uh, Alexander, you can trigger off a short rest. Unfortunately, your long rest was interrupted by being poisoned by the cave slime. Um, okay, if I've used all my slots for or a short the crack rest. slime. Have you used all your slots for a short rest? Yeah. Uh, in that case, you... Uh, well, give me another con save. Out. See if you take a point of exhaustion. 15. 15. I put the DC at a 14. So you've, you, you stave off exhaustion, but you did not get a long rest in. So you're what feeling pretty... I poisoned? Am I still poisoned? No, that would have faded during the last few hours. Okay. Um, does would the song of rest count for the long rest? If anyone heals, sure, go for All it. Right. One one d eight. Because we'll say you were playing that during your watch. Yeah. All right. So everyone gets a plus eight to heal if they healed. Is this and temporary then, uh, hit points? No, no. Plus eight. Uh, song of rest. So whatever. So I'll it, say, you Alexander, you get at least eight hit points back. Um. And then I'll use my inspiring leader to give everybody the bonus. Okay. Tell them about how I was fucking up these slimes. Everyone gets 14 <laughs> temporary hit points. <laughs> oh, and I got 14 temp? Yeah. Correct. You use it wisely. So I'm going to go yeah. to Rahi and trigger Rahi's long rest. Holy crap, Rahi has a lot of hit points. How many of us have I get? Um, oh, that was because he had temporary. That's why it was so high. Okay. So how many temporary hit points? 
14. 14. All right. Well, that was a nice, well-deserved rest. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> you Alex, how you feel? Alex. Whoa. Yeah, I, I, I just need to go to sleep. You guys want to wait a little bit longer? No, we gotta what? go. We're, we're in a rush. Uh, there's no rush. Nope. Some of us Gilbert, are in you're, you're, you're a like rapid pace. <laughs> this adventuring will age you, right, Gilmir? At any point, I can get older. I don't know when it's gonna happen or how often it happens, but I know I'm gonna get older. So, so, sounds like you just don't re- remember anything. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I'm already losing my. Memory. That's not how it works, you know. You, you just, you're just making things up. You're fine. <laughs> I'm pretty sure yesterday I was younger. If you want me to hold your bag, I could hold. We were all younger. I know it's kind of heavy. Well, uh, no. Well, Gelmir, Gelmir, if I can, if I can put this in um, terms of action and effect, you, you were trying to dig uh, pieces of gem. From the statue, which is cursed, and and the curse aged you. No, that's that can't be right. Well, yeah. think of it like this, Gelmir. You're and the youngest right. girl you'll ever be, right now. If if I got older, every time I took gems, I'd be at least fifty. Not, no, what, <laughs> There's what, that horrible bath again. Well what, 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 what I'm saying is, numbers aside. It's this statue is cursed. Not not every not every source of the gems you found so far with us has been cursed. Not every source has been that source is cursed. I don't, I don't think he's understanding what you're saying, Wintrude. It's a little complicated. I know, Let's get you a know a lot on. about books, Wintrude. So why don't you just focus on books? Well, and then I, gems are that's all focus on gems. Well, I'd like you to focus on gems without cursing yourself into an early grave. I'm here for you, pal. This yeah, we should point. definitely hightail it to, to the port. Yeah. Okay, yeah. well, let me it's just like this guy. gather my stuff. Uh, Gelmir, I'm just trying to give some advice. I'm just, I, I want you to have all the gems you can get with, without any horrible do you, consequences. Do you have any? Do, do I have any gems? Yeah. I have gems of wisdom. That's that's what I bring to the party. <laughs> that's what I, I bring to the party, Gelmir. I start walking away. <laughs> Uh, Rahi comes walking over to Alexander, puts a strange kind of salve on his shoulder and neck. Um, you get another 12 hit points back, Alexander. This should bring down the swelling. Um, by the way, perhaps maybe during the next watch, we should have somebody else take your place. You're not very good at it. And she kind of turns away and starts walking <sighs> towards Gilmir. <laughs> so, uh, Alex, Rahi has spoken. It was great having you in the group. <laughs> That's not what I said, Gelmir. Do you, do, you, do, you guys, do you guys want me to cook you guys some food? <laughs> no. Well, you want Rahi pulls out pocket bacon underneath like the veil that she wears and I think we need to get to Skullport before things get worse. I was totally planning on cooking food and then putting, <laughs> putting the sleeping mushrooms that I found earlier in the thing, getting, putting everybody out. So 
<laughs> oh my god. That is awesome. This party's not gonna make it. <laughs> so as you guys start day eight, you're currently in the Xenos um, ceremony chamber. Uh, you know that the Warrens are a good 20 minute up and out of this chamber. And you'll be in the main Warrens that you've been following down into what you believe to be at some point you're going to come across the chasm which should then give you the access you need to the chasm's echoes which is supposedly this stone arch bridge that takes you over onto the main path that will allow you to walk along the chasm um in fact it, you still at this point can feel the added moisture in the air the 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 sense that you're getting closer to a large body of water um but you're still not quite sure how much further you need to go you still have alexander's notes you do have an official map of skullport but the the final leg of the journey feels like it's almost here yeah, so, i think we have a couple days of travel left we should be there <laughs> probably maybe a week <laughs> so whoever's so who's in the lead of the group uh, i'll be in the front okay so i got galmir up front who's behind galmir i'll be behind galmir okay got alexander in the middle tier and rahi bringing up the rear um as you guys begin to plod your way down deeper into the warrens um everyone go ahead and give me either survival checks or perception your choice 17 perception. Seven survival. Okay. I got, a, I got a not one perception for 12. Wow. Uh, 23. Okay. For some reason, I was waiting for Rahi. Um, well, as... Yeah, I rolled survivals. Yeah, so... <laughs> I should have rolled perception. I don't know what I was doing. So... The deeper you get into the Warrens... You're now beginning to realize it's finally starting to level out. Now you can hear the sounds of water. You can smell the moisture and the salt. About 100 feet in front of you, you can see that the Warren kind of tapers down into a much smaller tunnel. And now you begin to feel a breeze. Oh, a uh, air kind of coming up the tunnel. You could smell the salt. And with the breeze, you could hear voices in conversation. Some you don't recognize, some you recognize. It sounds like you're approaching a guard post. Well, I've been rolling sixes all night. I don't understand it. I'm telling you, his dice is they're fixed, they're weighted. He always wins. Don't gamble with him in the halls. Yeah, but that's good coin up there. That casino's my favorite. The broken tooth is the best place for gambling. And then they kind of get a little bit quieter. And then you hear a voice. Hello? We can hear ya. Make yourself known. No. <laughs> 
Why is he in the lead? Ah, <laughs> uh, we have one of them silly goblins coming. I could tell by his accent. I, I go ahead and just, I just go ahead and politely just push Gelbir aside. Yes, Elder yes. We're looking for entry to Skullport. Oh, we'll step forward, make yourselves known, pay the tax, and of we'll course. let you in. Of course. <clears throat> Excuse me. Do, do we have anything from the elf in, in regards to paying the tax or anything? Like any note or any sort of information about when we get to Skullport? Um, I mean, you have the map and notes that you found up in the Bright Moon Village. We, we had a ranger that was supposed to just lead us to Skullport. And of course, yeah, originally all yeah, he was supposed to do was this far yeah. just to get you to the, to get you to the, uh, just to uh, the, the stone bridge over yeah. the chasm. And then you would just take the last leg of the journey into Skullport itself. Yeah, uh, I did it. I, I'm a ranger and we're here. Okay. <laughs> is there is there any sort of like uh, check that I could roll like uh, if like understanding maybe their uh, their motives and like what type of you just give me a general insight check. I mean, you could see Gelmir and Wintrude up front. Okay, you, Tyr, and Rahi are slightly behind. There's at least four or five shadowy forms up ahead until one of them holds up a torch, and you just see this kind of like very tall kind of um bugbearish looking individual with wearing just kind of leather and chain mismatched armor oh seems to be five of you well come into the light pay the tax we'll guide you to the bridge you is everything okay you look worse for wear yeah basically i want to uh i guess do an inside check to see if there's any uh negotiation wiggle room like if the, if i could God. Determined based on I mean, what I know. Yeah, give me an insight check. And with with the circle, you're possibly attuned to. Right? Thirteen. Yeah, advantage, yeah, advantage with plus, plus two. two, right? Oh, I, I have advantage. Yeah, your circlet. You have the circlet, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And plus two, right? That's my magic gesture that I learned from all those hours <laughs> magic, of Alexander. Of, uh, You've Hogwarts got a magic Legacy. item now. You've got to use your equipment to the fullest of its abilities. <laughs> yeah, I got a 13. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, the most you can figure, the tax just means a bribe. You pay your bribe. If you pay enough, they let you through. And right, you know, I'm, gonna, I'll, I'm already, I'm already I'll go pulling up to the guard. 50, I'm already pulling 50 gold out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, All right. All right. So uh, how much scratch we talking? What do you need? Uh, they like look at the four of you, and then they look at Rahi, and kind of like they kind of all look at each other and look at Rahi, and then um, big group. Uh, yeah, I, you, normally the tax is a hundred gold for a group of five, twenty gold a piece. Here, here, here. Be quiet. No, no, no. Here's the hundred gold. Thank you, gentlemen. Have a great day. You two especially. Start walking forward. I am handling this. Richard, give me a persuasion check with advantage for starters. (laughs) Richard just like. (laughs) <laughs> just steps up. <laughs> we're not doing this again. No, we're not negotiating. We're getting the fuck into Skullport. <laughs> it's an it's a 18. 18. He kind of looks at you like kind of like mama 
nitpicking the others, you know, just kind of like shoving Gelmir forward, interrupting Tyr, giving Alexander this side glance that just screams, don't even think about it. And you drop the small bag of coins into the bugbear's hands and goes, all right, all right. Hey, uh, Denon, you want to take him over to the archway? Um, he watches this lizard folk kind of just comes over. He's got a big old heavy crossbow bow on his back. Uh, yes, boss. And he, uh, follow me. And he begins to lead the five of you along a cliffside trail. And for the first time, you realize you're on the chasm's edge. And looking down into the darkness, you could barely make out, uh, like seawater. So maybe about 200 feet straight down um, as he's leading you along the edge of this cliff. But what's really interesting is up in front, you could see the beginnings of the interior of this massive open um, kind of like interior cavern. But it's almost like you're looking at the city that's been carved into it from top down into the bay. You could see dozens of just very rough-looking pirate ships down in the bay, and they're all lit up with lanterns and lights hanging off their masts. Beyond that, you could see what looks to be a cave-like exit and entrance, and you could hear the breakwater. You could hear the water's rush coming from outside. And you're beginning to believe that you're probably near the seaward cliffs, the giant massive cliffs that sit outside of Waterdeep. And this is that, that secret entrance that everybody talks about. There's both the interior getting down into it or the exterior. But the exterior is always more dangerous because of the way the Skullport pirates kind of watch and the smugglers watch its entrance. This place is expensive and you could already hear the sounds of people off in the distance. You could hear people yelling. You could hear people arguing. Um, looking down, you could see as tandems are being lowered from ships, it just has this very busy kind of vibe. This huge four-story cavern structure that is Skullport. But the way that the interior rock's been shaped and designed, it looks like a massive granite skull. Um, you could see the two eye sockets where the buildings rise up interior of the eye sockets. You could see the line of cliffside buildings that make up the teeth. And where the nose would be of the skull, you could see this great kind of like rock strewn house that kind of overlooks the bay itself down below. On the other side of the chasm, along the cliff face, you can see dozens of people coming and going. The thing that's really interesting are the huge elevator platforms hanging at the bottom of the skull port itself. These huge platforms being lowered down to where the ships are and whatever they're smuggling being offloaded onto those platforms. And you can see these huge troll-like creatures turning these cranks, causing these platforms to rise up and down. The lizard folk sensing your kind of focus on what you're seeing. 
This must be your first time to Skullport, then. Have you been here before or no? Dozens of times. Yes, your kind comes and goes a lot, but to be honest, Goblin, you all look alike to me. <laughs> he kind of spits off the edge of the chasm. Yeah, I know, just with the lizard folks, the distinctions amongst all of you, so clear and concise. <laughs> his, his yellow eyes just turned to blink at you. That's not normally what I hear, but thank you, I think. Anyways, here we are, and he points to this three-foot-wide, 100-foot archway bridge that goes up and over and onto the other side. Enjoy your stay. And he kind of just turns and slinks back up the edge, and you, you see that he's heading back in the direction where they've all camped out at that entry point that has brought you in from the War Warrens into the beginning entrance into Skullport. What would you guys like to do? I, I just, um, uh, can we please pause here for a second? I would like to point out, just for future reference, how smooth that went, because I simply paid the tax without any kind right. of chicanery or trickery that was sure to fail. Now that you've brought that up, Wintred, we do need to talk about it. I think it's responsible that you think about how your finances affect local economy. <laughs> that's a large amount of money you threw around. And it's just, you don't know what that's going to do down here. You could have just completely thrown the ecosystem. I think we should have got it for free. I've, that, that is noted. Thank you. I will certainly take note of any ripple effects. My... Yeah, my, my my large uh, outsized contribution to the economy is close. I will yeah. make note of that in my E section of my journals for economy. Thank you, sir. Yep. A actions have consequences. It's all obsessed. Yes. Oh, yes. Let's proceed. <laughs> I What did I just experience? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. I would like to find like a like an inn. Um, so would that may, be... maybe 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 even a bar, get a drink, and then go to sleep. So I see. So Jason, just going off the map that we got a long time ago. Okay. Uh, oh, that's right. I pinned that right. Right, and I have it in my notes here. So th there's, I see like in the upper, just in the up. Are we in the upper tier? Like we we came through like the threads and we're descending down. Is that the deal? Yeah, let me go back to that one because I thought I had saved that one. Oh, there, yeah, that's the one I wanted. Okay, I, I I think when I originally put this in, um, my OneNote, I had forgotten to sync it, and I was like, "Where did my Skullport tab go?" And that's <laughs> my map, and it had like all my names and everything that I needed. What the hell? Um, so with this in mind. Uh, the location you guys are coming in through the area called um, uh, the upper portions of the threads. Yeah. Okay. So you're like up above the bay, the main port town, the way it's baked into the side of the cliff face, and you're cut. You've arced over. You're you're crossing over the arch bridge, and you're now coming down the cliff striations that are the threads that will bring you down into the back 
portion of Skullport. And then eventually you make your way over to where the platforms kind of rise up. So the only thing this map doesn't show accurately is it doesn't show the elevation of Skullport. Technically, mm -hmm. Skullport sits at about 250 feet up into the cavern, kind of like stacks. So what you're seeing is you're already up high and mm -hmm. coming down via the threads. Okay. There's, looking at the map, there, we've got, there's the worm's gullet. Yeah, I'm going to Guts and Gartners. Gartners? Number seven. It's from head to. So you want to go to the lower tier dredge? Yeah, so I can go okay. sleep, maybe, maybe find some information out. I don't, I don't know. know if the guts a, is that an inn, though? No. Yeah. That's in is garter. It, sounds like like it's a, it looks like the only something. inn when I'm looking at it. Guts guts and garter sounds like a place to buy like bags or clothing and stuff like that, like yeah. stuff that's been woven. Or it, it says rundown and grimy, last known inn to exist, but I don't know. Maybe there's. Oh, okay. Maybe. Maybe there's other inns. There could be other inns. But well, the worm's gullet sounds like a. Just a drinking establishment where we well, can. I, I'm not trying to spoil anything for myself. I'm just looking at like the the cliff notes of all of these, you know, locations. It doesn't really tell me. It doesn't tell me much. It just no. It just, I mean, the notes and information that you gathered from that journal. I mean, you're not even entirely sure how long it's been since that person's been down here. Right. Well, do we see anybody? Is there anyone in the distance, you know, that we can interact so with? So you guys cross over the bridge, and you're now on the other side. You're beginning to follow the trail down into the threads. There are people coming and going, but they seem mostly just to kind of want to stick to their own business. There's about a dozen uh, goblin folk being led by this very kind of, like, shady-looking drow. Um, each of the goblins are carrying these huge bundles uh, and burdens on their backs, and he seems to be leading them up the other side of the threads to head back up into the warrens, possibly heading back up to the surface that way. Um, you can see others filtering in and out of both the upper tier, the middle tier, and the lower tier. Mostly, they just seem to be dispersing goods that they're bringing up from the platforms. Um, mm -hmm. By far the busiest area that kind of draws your eye um, is this large midsection of the middle tier. Um, like you can see where the dregs are. You can see where the, where the, um, where the upper tier of the crown would be located, which is kind of when you saw that, kind of an ostentatious house overlooking the bay. Um, there is a very busy market center that you can see. A lot of physical activity. Lights, um, people offloading things in and out, carts going in, carts coming out. Um, but the crowd's getting rougher. As you come out of the threads and you come into the lower dredge, you're like you begin to realize that you're in a rough place. These are, these are people that are used to living very much knowing that the law is always a problem. Everyone's suspicious. They side eye the five of you. A lot of them seem to like stare at Rahi 
for like extended periods of time. Almost like this huge hulking form being such an obvious individual. But walking through all the different leaning two, three-story structures, um, and since you're coming into the dredge, you can see a the first thing that you come across as you're now in the dredge proper itself. Um, you do come across the worm gullet, which looks to be nothing more than just a simple tavern. And it is a building that is built into the um, kind of like calcified remains of a large purple worm. And you can see that the upper structure is leaning out. The bottom structure is just this opening of these like strange calcified rib bones. And then there's doors and you can hear music kind of blazing from within the tavern. A couple pirates come stumbling out. Get out of the fucking way. And they kind of move through and they're laughing. <laughs> they lean back drinking from a big kind of like ceramic jug as the two of them kind of like tilt and lean and disappear down a busy street. Others kind of move through, um, kind of like barge their way through to go inside. Um, I, I tell the group, okay, I go, okay, this, this looks like, okay, this is, this is actually way more chaotic than I thought it was going to be. So I think we should say, regardless of what happens here and, and what sort of, uh, you know, difficulties we run into we should say we, we should call a meeting spot and i think a tavern like this one the worm's gullet should be our location if we ever get lost and need to find each other this is maybe a spot that we could meet at what do you guys think or, or we could find something else but uh, but the pirates stumbling out kind of made it clear to me that this is a this is a good location safe oh. sound yeah, like did you just make a proposal that I can just wholeheartedly agree with and not have to? Well, sure. Yeah. Let's celebrate by actually getting a drink here. She's she's right, Alex. We need to add more to this. So, <laughs> <laughs> if if we need to hide, we just go run into Dalagar's forests, and then we need to make sure that we. Stay away from the old markets because I don't want to be bought or sold. And then, yeah, we'll have the Worms Gullet as our base of operations. And then um, I feel—I really feel like we should stop by the Tower of the Seven Woes because, like, it just seems like a lot. Like, Gal Gelmer, lot. we're going to do all of these things, uh, but you guys should just follow my lead here. Um, I, I, I have an idea. Uh, we, would you guys... Trust me in that as I as we no. enter this. Um, awesome. How about how about we're all just, agreeance. How about we just have a drink inside and a bit of no, a meal? No, we got to make and a then you can propose more, this idea to us. Way more loud entrance. No, we Tear, don't. We, no, we don't. We don't have to call to ourselves. No. Tear, do it up, guys. Guys. What? Guys. If I and, and I start it. walking into the into the tavern, uh, uh, the Jim, worm can you, like, can you announce us to the entire establishment? <laughs> I I do not follow. I <laughs> <laughs> which I, road? I I am taking out. Uh, well, this dirt. should be interesting. Rahi like starts following Alexander and steps past the the rest of you. 
I um, just I just keep muttering to myself, Dirk's Dirk advises discretion, discretion, discretion. Discretion. <laughs> so he uh, she's sitting outside. Kind of like leaning casually up against just the doorway, and she's propping an ear that's towards the door of just like whatever is happening because she she just does she's tired she can't yeah that's fair where she just and the sounds as as yeah like as Alex opens up the door the smell of sour beer too much whiskey. And the sounds of a lot of gambling, yelling, and immediately as Alexander opens the door, there's this huge half ogre holding up a Durgar and reels back and just punches him in the face. The Durgar goes tumbling away. The half ogre kind of like, <laughs> what do we got here? Ah, boy, you're way too pretty to be interesting. And the ogre just kind of spins away from you, Alexander, and kind of like, goes back over to where there's like three other like him and they kind of just <laughs> did you see that dwarf fly <laughs> and they're reaching down and drinking this huge burly minotaur is behind the bar hey grandma would your mind stop hitting the customers just for a little while okay oh oh new people yeah, you know what grab yourself a table grab yourself a drink if you're going to pick a fight, do it out in the street. It gets expensive in here. And there's like a cluster of goblins and and there's a, another cluster of hobgoblins. Strange looking humans that are all shadowy leathers. You can see a bard stage of, well, it's a strange bard stage. There is a changeling up on the bard stage. Um, and it seems to be it, it seems to be changing form while it's playing music um, chained to it are these four pixies that seem to flitter about and, and, and like they change their kind of like coloration every time the changeling changes its form and it's kind of just playing to the music and creating this like bizarre sense of entertainment but the place is crowded. It's body. Um, what do you guys want to do? Okay, so quick question: how much? Mm-hmm. How much are like my rubies worth? Like how I much mean, are they? You'd typically have to worth? get them appraised. Um, are, do you guys know? Is like, dude, would I know? Like, if they're, I guess, are they worth like an exorbitant amount, or like just a regular? I, I mean, know. you can give me an investigation check and see if you can figure out what they might be worth. Okay, I'm gonna do that because uh, okay. I want to. I want to tip the ogre. Uh, Twenty-one. Twenty-one. This, this is exactly why I'm not in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me pull out my rubies and hand one to an ogre in this place. Um, I mean, there's some that you have are uncut. There's some that are cut. You get the feeling that the more refined, more well cut ones that you have are probably worth more in value. Okay. Uh, before um, before Alex does anything, I want to slip behind him and just behind his ear to don't do whatever the fuck you're about to do. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Don't okay, so it. is this half ogre? Is he like kind of a bouncer? Well, he's currently over at a table with three others just like him. 
They're all heavily tattooed. They're dressed in like pirate gear for the most part. But I don't, I can't, can I tell like if he's like the bounce? Like, I guess I'm trying to look for like the security of this. He's just drinking. Uh, Give me your perception check and look around. Yeah, as you try to figure that out. That's a 20. 20? Um, kind of start looking around. There's the Minotaur behind the bar. Wintrude, you haven't come in yet, right? You're still no. outside, just kind of yeah. listening in and yeah, yeah. keeping an eye on while everyone else has come in. So I'll put you down here with Tear to remind yeah. me that you're outside still. Um, looking around, there's the Minotaur behind the bar, clusters of all sorts of different folk, uh, either gambling, drinking, telling stories, rough and rude, rough and ready. Over off to the left, leaning up against a wall, you could see um, two um, individuals. You can't really make out their faces, uh, but they seem to have giant white uh, skulls imprinted on their leather kind of armor. Um, They seem well-armed. They have the appearance of looking disciplined, and you notice that they have like a kind of strange kind of um, like emblem that they wear from their shoulder down to their waist. And they seem to be in quiet conversation with each other. They look up to see the four of you come in and study you for a moment and then go back to talking. Um, it doesn't seem to be like any kind of formal bouncer or guard, but looking at the Minotaur... I mean, he looks like he could handle himself. He's a big guy. Um, I put uh, a ru- like the the cheaper ones, um, the the less cut ones, a, a ruby in one bag and another ruby in another bag, and I kind of hold them in my left. My my uh, sword and everything is is hidden um, or concealed to to the best of its ability, uh, and I, I I walk over to them. Um, and I and I say, "Hey, um, can I bother?" Walking you for over a to who? The two with the okay. skulls imprinted on their chest. And I say, okay. "Can I bother you two for a second? Uh, give me a persuasion check. Why is the bard not doing this? <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-one. Like, Tear, you just watch as Alexander drifts off over to these two, these two individuals that look <sighs> out of everyone here." look to be the most disciplined and kind of aware of their situation. Uh, Alexander approaches them and he begins speaking with them. One of the individuals kind of like looks at Alexander and then pulls back their hood and drops their kind of like leather scarf across their face. And it's, um, it's a drow elf and the silver and black skin, the white purple hair leaking out from underneath and Huh. I don't know if bothering me is a good idea. What do you need? With with a sense of fake confidence, um, I say, me and my group are new here. Um, we don't really have established relationships. I wanted to give you guys, and I and I hand them both, uh, like the like a, a ruby, uh, to each, and I say, I'm not I'm not asking for anything in return. Um, I just wanted to make ourselves known as we enter into this tavern uh, 
to to hopefully you know pay, pay note note to us as uh in, in terms of attention in case anything sort of arise that would otherwise seem to be a bad situation for us as we don't know anyone here and i'm kind of like mumbling as i'm trying to <laughs> yeah trying the to, like, drow out reaches exactly out say as this is yeah improv, the drow grabs you know. the two small leather bags from you hands one to his compatriot opens up his and goes puts it into his pouch all right uh you've been noted and they go back to talking Hey, um, I'm, gonna <laughs> I'm, walking, I'm, gonna, I'm walking up to the Minotaur uh, bar. <laughs> lose two rubies. <laughs> uh, uh, so, Tyr, you start, as you can hear Alexander just doing his best to try to just start this conversation with these two. Um, you start heading towards the Minotaur. Gelmir, I hesitate to ask, but what are you doing? Uh, I'm going to be like, <laughs> transfixed by this changeling bard. Okay. Uh, and then I'm as Tyr's walking away, I'm gonna yell over to him. Uh, hey, uh, Tyr, can, can you do that? Can you... <laughs> yes. Yes. Can I, and then, so good. In return, I'll look back, you know, flash quick look and you just really quick uh, circlet change to look like the changeling and then change back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna get you the stage. You go do your thing. I'll do my thing, and give me a few minutes. But uh, and as as I'm walking up, I'm just gonna give myself a little bark inspiration. Okay. Hype, hype myself up a little bit, and I'm going up to the, the huge minotaur. minotaur is like just kind of cleaning a glass, like this huge like metal tankard as you approach. Uh oh, you look like you you're awfully pretty. What can I do for you? Uh, oh, new in town. Just looking to get our bearings. We're looking for somewhere to stay and you know, yeah. some, somewhere to shop. Kind of puts his huge arm down on the bar and goes, <sighs> yeah, what's it to you? Most people that come down here should already know what they're looking for. You look, you're not the law, are you? If it was a law, you think I'd walk in like this? Well, yeah, they call those spies. <laughs> Damn. Sometimes hiding out in uh, plain sight's a pretty clever trick. You, uh, you smell clean. Ah, it's all that soap. The fuck yeah, well, that just makes you more suspicious. I don't think I smell too clean. We've been traveling for a week. Huh. We've come to Skullport, kill the how'd fucking come, bunch of monsters, cultists. How'd, how'd you get down here through the Warrens, or did you come from the uh, the Leewood side? Through the Warrens. Oh, yeah, must mean you came through the Yawning Portal, then, yeah. Yeah. Oh, foolish people. So, foolish, foolish. So I was hoping you could, uh, you know, get, give me some. Well, what are you looking for, mate? You gotta well, give me some ideas. Here. Like I There's said, I'm looking for. I'm looking for a tavern or not an inn. Say the night, uh, me and my favorite. Huh? Second, well, I'm curious about what is the quickest way to get back to Waterdeep. The quickest way back to Waterdeep. Well, usually if you just float out, 
that's the quickest way back. But uh, they won't let you out that way. If you come in through the wards, that's usually the only way back. Um, if you feel like staying here for a few days, uh, Dead Man's Corner is a place you could, you know, lay your head down. Um, if you can afford it, uh, there's the uh, overflowing urn up in the upper tier. Um, they're a little bit more discriminating about who they allow in and out of their establishment. Um, of course, if you happen to have any coin on you, I'm sure I could be persuaded to give you more information. I'll do a little, you know, little coin trick. I'll pull out one gold coin. Slide it over. What he do you looks got? at it. You're kidding me, right? <laughs> a gold coin? Yeah, one gold coin. You didn't give me much to work with, you dickhead. Well, yeah, that's fair, but... <laughs> Well, and like he's like eight feet tall, looking down at you, right? He's just and he's leaning on the bar. Look, you know it's a it's a bit. Look, it's expensive down here. I just can't be giving out information for a single gold piece. Gotta do better than that. All right, I'll do. Pull out three more gold coins. Four. <laughs> Whoa. Four. Shopping, magic items, and something oh, sort. Yeah, looking for the stuff they don't let you buy up top, are you? <laughs> well, uh, he kind of slides the four coins. Uh, give me a persuasion check with advantage. We'll see how much he fills you in on. All right. And then <sighs> it's funny. I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I don't 20, know what he's 27. saying. 27. Okay. Well... If you're looking for the exotics, head on down uh, over to the Venta. Uh, at the Venta, you'll find the markets. Uh, plenty of tables, plenty of people you could peruse there and ask them about things you might want to find. Um, you might want to stay away from the Dalgor's Fortress. Uh, they're sketchy people. They don't like newcomers. They're just as likely to throw you in the dungeons and Ask your questions down there. And uh, stay away from the Tower of Seven Woes. The Dorgar there, they're not very friendly. They rarely come down to drink anyways, but uh, I think what you're looking for is the markets. And if you're looking to lay your head down at all, Dead Man's Corner, um, if you're looking for information, there's the Poison Quill. There's an alchemist there that keeps a... Uh, Quite a bit of information on Skullport, as well as other secret locations that uh, folk of your kind that have come down looking for. And then he leans in really close. You're looking for information about the Black Mage, are you? Yeah. It's the only reason I'm down here. In you mm. ingrates. I would uh, head on over to... Uh, uh, the Poison Quill. Uh, talk to uh, a little gnome over there called Alaric. All right, He'll set you on the right path. Appreciate your, uh, your assistance. Oh, yeah. I'm all about assisting. All right. I'll back you gonna order anything? It is a fucking tavern. You want a beer, a whiskey... 
cow piss. I mean, uh, I don't drink. And he just watches you walk. Well, that's not suspicious at all. <laughs> I walk away. <laughs> so, Galbeer, as you approach the stage, the changeling sh- shifts into you. And the three kind of like pixies are floating nearby. And the lute and the drum and the flute are animated and floating behind them. And a visage of yourself, but not with your voice. Well, what do we have here? A goblin of elder age. What calm and sleepy music may I play for you, old gentle goblin? Uh, I mean, everything you're doing, it's great. It's a really good gimmick. I mean, our, it's a thing. I get it. Turns back uh, into a pirate. Yar, I find it to be entertaining when I can interact with my fans. Yeah, but I have a, uh, a world traveling musician with us, uh, so we need your stage for the moment. <laughs> uh, give me persuasion check. Uh, 18. That's actually pretty good. Let me insight check you. Yeah, I have a plus zero, so that was 18 on the dice. It's actually pretty pretty darn good. Um, <laughs> he kind of looks down at you and then shifts again into a half-elf form. And he just smiles, looks at you. Well, by all means, if you'd like to take the stage away from Cathrella, feel free. Who is this magical, mystical bod? Uh, it's my friend, uh, Tyr, over here. I'm going to go get him. And then uh, while he's playing, just tell me some gossip. You know, like, tell me about the town. Tell me about some people in it. Well, I tend to gossip over whiskey and beer. Not necessarily good intentions. Yeah, absolutely. Buy, get, grab me a whiskey and a beer. <laughs> and then... No, you buy me a whiskey and beer. Do you not know how this works, Elder Goblin? Oh, I don't have buddy. I spent it all on butterscotch. He stands up, looks at you even more strangely, looks around. Somebody's <laughs> pranking me. This is not real. He reaches out and t- kind of like touches you. Oh, you are real. <laughs> I. Uh, who's Tear? Tear, come here. I swear, Gilbert's worth the price of admission every time. I, I got you a stage here. It's your chance to. This is this is your make or break moment here. And you're, <laughs> so with that, Gelmir, Tyr, and Rahi are negotiating with Kethrella. Um, Alexander is over speaking, or at least he thought he was speaking, to the two Skull Watch. Uh, yeah. Wintrude is lingering out front. Let's go ahead and take our five minute break, okay. and we'll be back, and we'll do the second half. <laughs> what have I created? What have I created? Yo. Yo. Trying to do a bribey thing over here, right? Trying to do my bribey thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, this is like exciting because this is the first time that 
Alexander has been able to do like all of his charisma socialization that he's been dying to do since the beginning of this campaign. <laughs> Stuck in a dungeon, haven't, haven't spoken to a, a, a human being in eight days. <laughs> been, been losing his mind talking to Galmir. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Gelmir's he's he's with it. I, I has yeah. all this money that he's never gonna spend and he's just like, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> he has to enjoy some luxuries of life. <clears throat> the one drow that had like taken your gem and given it to his buddy kinda looks oh, you're still here. Is there something else of note you'd like me to witness? Yes, um, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't. I don't mean to, to bother you. By the way, my name is Alex Sander. Uh, I'm I'm in need of a, a fancy place, a luxurious place to stay for the night. Um, and 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 I hear that the other inns aren't exactly the best option. Uh, perhaps you maybe know of something that is maybe invite only, something that offers top notch amenities, known for its comfort and quality. And I pull out four pl- more platinum, and I, I hand it over. And it- Give me another persuasion check with advantage. I like how everyone else is eating popcorn with anticipation. I know. I don't know what happens. <laughs> 22. 22. An invite only, huh? There is such <clears throat> a place. But... To be honest, seeing someone of your personage throwing around so much coin, seeking out only the elite understanding of the community makes you a little suspicious. Although, you do strike me as someone that might be interested in what it takes to gain access to this secret place. Do you have the coin for it? That was the question. Um, well, so I, I hand him over the four platinum to like for, for this, like to, to show, show. Oh yeah. He's already taken that. <laughs> um, well, we will see. What's Ooh. the, what's the, if if the if the cost is is gold or platinum, I can assist. If the cost is my time or my sword, I also can be of value there. And perhaps my large eyes and ears could also assist you in other matters. Oh, we do like rats. Um, <laughs> head on head on over to uh, the House of Pain. Talk to my friend, Rictavio. He'll get you squared away. Tell him, uh, uh, Dream sent you. Dream? Dream. D-R-E-E-N. Just let him know that Dream sent you with all best care and wishes. And the answer is yes. You should be allowed in. Is there anything in particular being new to this town that I should pay attention to 
as your you wallet and your backside. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate everything. Um, and if you happen to want anything to drink, um, it's on me. Mm. Interesting. And they just kind of go back to talking to each other as you kind of slowly move away from the two of them. Um, and you could like kind of see Gelmir, Tyr, and Rahi over by the Bardic stage. Wintrude, since you're still outside, there's a plethora of people coming up and down these cluttered, um, kind of trashy, small streets and alleyways. Um, you watch as a fight breaks out over across the way, and then four individuals arrive. Um, they, they look rough and ready. They've got these white skulls kind of like painted on their chainmail armor, and you hear one of the larger, with his gruff human voice, All right, you two, knock it off. And then he picks them both up and goes, pay the tax or go see Zach. You tell me. And he watches they quickly scurry into their pouches and, and we were just having an argument. And he, get out of here. You know the rules. Move along. And then the four of them kind of continue their patrol up the streets. Anything you want to do, Winter, while you're out I'm gonna, I'm going to go in. And he must be super hard to miss the gigantic minotaur. Oh, yeah, you can see him behind the bar. He actually sees you come through the door because the way the bar is, it allows him to see people coming in, keep an eye on the bardic stage to his left, and then all of the like crowds of tables like off to his right. Okay. I'm gonna, as I'm walking towards him, I'm just going to keep an eye open for once I get what I want, like a table I can just sit down at. Okay. I'll head Give up me a perception it. check as you walk into the <clears throat> bar. Perception. It's a 13. 13. Um, there's tables, but they're not matching chairs or any Like, there's places to sit, but you're just as likely to get kind of like pushed away from one as much as you need to force your way into one. It's a pretty rough crowd. Yeah. Uh, but off to your left, you can see where Gelmir, Tyr, and Rahi are having a conversation with the bard up on the platform. And straight ahead, kind of coming away from these two very kind of like, um, like the, you recognize the skulls on their leathers. So they're probably part of the same organization. So you, you recognize the two that might be members of the guards that you just kind of experienced outside just finish up a conversation with Alexander. So he's coming and walking away. Alexander, you can see now that Wintrude has come in. The two of you are kind of near each other at this point. So I'll head up to the gigantic Minotaur. Of course, that's kind of expected. There's no such thing. Oi! We don't let kids... Oh, sorry. (laughs) It's it's a common mistake. Uh, what What can I get you, little lady? Well, you roll with the punches. Uh, just some ale, bit of bread, uh, meat and cheese. All right. Kind of takes him a few moments and hands you a wooden plate with a little bit of snacks on it and a little smallest cup I have. Sorry. Hey, hey, no, no problems at all. Just tell me how much and everything's square. 
Uh, be 12 silver, please. There you go. Thanks. Takes the silver. You go to reach up. The cup takes like two hands. So you have to balance the plate on top. Yeah, of it. Kind of- and you're like <laughs> walking with the the snacks and the and the ale. And what are you doing? Just gonna find like a a, a corner or like the least desirable okay. looking place to sit down. This I'm saying eventually it takes you a few moments, but you find a little two person worn out table with weird ad hoc chairs. It's closer to where the others are by the bardic stage, and you kind of make your way over there. Alexander, what are you doing? You just watched Wintrude grab a bite, <clears throat> a drink, and is now heading over in the general direction that Gelmir and Tyr and Rahi are located. Um, I, I'm going to walk to the to the bar. I'm going to keep a close eye on, obviously, like all my stuff to make sure like I'm now very like paranoid about like somebody trying to steal it. And I'm going to walk over to the bar and I'm going to see who out of my group doesn't have a drink. Um, and I'm going to ask the the barkeep um, if I could if I could have, uh, I don't know, three or four of the most uh, expensive, nice ale that they have. Uh, yeah, sure. It, uh, yeah, we got really good ale. Um, four of you, is it? Uh, uh, that'll be... Uh, uh, um, he reaches down and he starts filling up the ale, moves the four tankards. Uh, uh, that, that'll be uh, six gold, please. And, and I, I, I hand over six gold. Oh, thank you. Puts it down into his pouch on his big waist. You knuckle up the four tankards and start heading over to the bardic stage. Gelmir and Tyr, you're currently in a conversation with... Um, this changeling that has now taken on the form of a half-elf. Um, he has already announced himself as Kethrela. He sees Tear, sees Tear's instrument. Oh, so this is your famous bod that requires my stage. Yeah, he's world famous. He's Which world to- would that be? This world or another world? Uh, he's been to more than one city. Guaranteed. <laughs> No. Worlds are defined by cities. Very well. Um, and uh, uh, Bard, what is your name? You're, you're muted. Oh, you're, here. You're, you're muted, Tyr. Say my bad. Uh, Tyr. Ah, the loot is what you play then. Play then by all means, the stage is yours. And you watch as the three chained pixies that are attached to his form and the animated instruments they all kind of drift off to the side and right about that point alexander shows up with a mug for himself and three for the rest of you um rahi takes it sniffs it and just pretends to hold it with interest um but gelmir tear and alexander you kind of group there you have a mug tear what are you going to do uh well i'm stepping on stage and i'm gonna uh Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, or <laughs> gentlemen, or is it morning? Hard to keep track uh, down here. <laughs> um, if you could please give Katrilla a hand. I am tonight's entertainment. My name is Tyr. I've traveled far and wide uh, with the Grim Troop. My music has tamed dragons. I've slain demons and released ancient evils upon the world. So... Any and all tips will be appreciated. 
and business inquiries to the elder goblin gentleman over there. That's and me. I'll start play. Start to play. <laughs> okay. What are you playing? Mm, something like a shanty. I mean, I don't know. I don't know any shanties in real life, but like a shanty. Make it up. I want to give my uh, give my ale to the bard. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. Can I just look one up? I don't even know. <laughs> Go for it. I'd love to hear I'm one. Trying to play off like you know the pirate shit. Uh, I'll sing that one. There once was a ship that put to sea. The name of the ship was the Billy T. Winds blew up her bow, dip down, oh, blow my bully boys blow. And I did that a little, a little joint. I don't want to sing anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so go ahead and give me a performance check. Yeah. With advantage, because you sang. Okay. And I might throw on my little inspiration, because I'm still holding. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm going to throw on D8. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. The crowd cheers. Drunken yells, clinking tankards. As over the next five minutes, you begin to perform this shanty, this echoes call going out. Even as the half elf changeling is like sipping at the offered uh tankard from Gelmir, he's kind of smiling and going along. Before long, as tear peaks and ebbs and peaks and ebbs in their performance. The changeling then gets up, reanimates the instruments behind Tyr, and then the pixies are flashing their different lights, and then the changeling begins to kind of like echo in as well as he begins to kind of mimic the shanty and the, the chorus and the ebb and flow. And before long, coins are being thrown up on stage. Fuck yeah. Silver coins, gold coins being tossed up onto stage as for the, the next 20 minutes Tyr and Zethelwyn are performing, leaving Wintrude, Gelmir, and Alexander to do, well, what would you three of you like to do while Tyr is performing? Uh, going to sound a little silly, but um, I, I'm scanning uh, for any halflings in the, in the in the tavern, I don't. I don't think I'm gonna. Check. I'm not gonna. I don't think I'm gonna find one that looks like me. But that's fair. Kind of trying to do that too. <laughs> um, fourteen. Um. You. As you scan around, ah, oh, sorry, I hit the wrong button. Um, <laughs> as you scan around, there's a variety of folk here um, that all pique your interest, but they're all rough and ready. They're all people who experiment in the smuggling business, the drug trades, mm-hmm. the exotic trades. But off to the left-hand side of a separate table, 
quietly writing in a journal is a familiar gnome. He is actually one of the lesser scribes from Candlekeep. And you would recognize him as Bimble Hoppentoff. He is an expert in the study of creatures that live and breathe and exist um, from a flora and fauna perspective of underground caverns, warrens. He has a special expertise in like environmental studies of the underground locations. And that might explain why he's here because you haven't seen him in at least two months. He's older. He looks very scraggly, kind of run down. His table is heaped with empty plates and empty tankards. And he kind of just seems busy writing in his journal. I'll uh, just calmly move my way over there. Like taking just the rest of my food and the rest of my tankard. Hopefully, like, on a plane, I can balance without looking like an idiot trying to balance. And I'll just quietly, just, you know, just calmly, just as if I, like, just uh, observing anybody else that looks like they're familiar with this place, just sit down next to him. Or at his head. Like, yeah, you, like, casually sit down at the, like, at the table that he's at. Ah, oh, oh, this, holy shit. Yeah. It's not you, Wintrude. It is indeed. What the fuck are you doing down here? Oh, you're finally you're, you're finally looking for that black cloak fella, ain't ya? I finally got it rolling. I hired some of my my normal crew to kind of get me this far here. Though let's just say I've got them this far. The oh been, yeah, anyways, you're following you know, Dirk's guide, right? Oh, best book. Yeah, best I mean, book. It gets you just. Not killed, basically. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, agree. so but why, if, why Skullport though? Well, everything points to at least getting to here. Might be some more scrolls talking to a few. This is a gathering point of everybody who traipses around down here or wanders. Uh, yeah, if they got I, this uh, far, kind of. You know. I mean, I've been doing research of my own. Um, Trying to find those lower lower entrances down into the undermountain below Skullport. Haven't had a lot of success. There's a lot of creatures down there I want to study, but I just I just can't get down there. I gotta I, I got a few things to ask you, but first off, like something's just practical. Yeah. Have you been going up and down from Skullport back to Waterdeep? Have you found like some sort of passage? Like if pirates are getting people in and out, if you pay like a certain Oh, there's there's dozens of different ways up in and out up in the water deep. I mean, you know, all the smugglers, uh, yeah. you know, I've got a got a guy I've been talking with over at the markets. Um, um, oh, what's his name? I just spoke with him the other day. Um, Alaric. Yeah. By the oh. name of Alaric. And uh, he knows these ins and outs pretty well. Um, he's turned me on to a couple tunnels that will take you out. But here's the thing. Yeah. He's got it in with a pirate group that sometimes shuttles him out to the bluffs, and he'll take the bluff, the the outside way back up into Waterdeep. A little bit more dangerous getting by the guards up into the up into the uh, east gate by the cliffs, by the sea cliffs. 
the tax is a little bit more if you go in that way. But you could get up to Waterdeep that way if you needed to. Well, what's the establishment where I'd find him, if you don't mind? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, it's uh, uh, it's called the Clockwork Gnome. Is okay. The, is, so here's the thing. Here's the thing with Alaric. Uh, he runs yeah. two organizations. Um, he runs a little uh, information collection called the Poison Quill. But he's got another shop behind it called the Clockwork Gnome. That's the one I visit him. The people that go into the Poison Quill, there's some, there's some fucking maniacs in there. A lot of, uh, a lot of people that dabble in very dark kind of potions and poisons and stuff like that. Yeah, I yeah, try I, to avoid it. Yeah, well, you know, like when you hire, I've told you some stories about like, uh, you know, Alex and. Uh, Oh, you didn't bring that idiot down here, did you? Uh, but sometimes in a pinch, I mean, but at least, you know, what I found out, like, this time around, he's really good at just running into traps and just so I don't have to spend the time disarming anything or searching for it. He's really yeah. made stuff pretty efficient that way. But, yeah, you know, I mean, the, the other scribes call him pincushion. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm just thinking eventually I'm going to have to get back up there and talk to the higher-ups because, you know, this isn't just about me. They're going to want to know what's... I've been. Well, I I've, didn't think this was going to lead anywhere, and of course, I, I convinced them. They bought it. Even I was even. I was trying to convince myself more than them. Have you found anything? I think I've encountered traces and ghosts of four of the seven so far. Are the apprentices really? Yeah, it's. It's even more than I thought. Just the cults, the history, the magic they were delving in. Like, what this place, if this stuff falls into the wrong hands, or if we don't know about it and keep that knowledge safe, I mean, it could be disastrous. I'm here to tell you, if uh, anybody knows anything about getting in and out into the unknown levels, gonna be Ulrich for sure. I never really expressed an interest other than the initial next level uh, in order to, you know, to get to some of the creatures down there. Um, but what have you seen so far, then? They have these chambers, like a whole plan of reanimation for themselves. I, I, I'm pretty sure we've, you know, wrecked that because we're talking just... Ages going by where any sort of cultist or dark priest or sorcerer or necromancer with the, you know, the knowledge to actually do this, you know, died off. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I got to ask you something else. Yeah, yeah. Been, you know my sister, Orlanth? Yeah, been yeah. For, you know, the Hexblade, the Halfling Hexblade. Any rumors, anything kind of... Well, other than I've heard. You, I know, I gotta just ask you, because I'm not going up to, like, that Goliath over there, anyone around here, the next thing I know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Haven't heard. Okay, just like a trace room or anything. Just what it, sorry, I interrupted you if you were. What, what no, you, no, it's okay. I had to ask, I had to ask. At least for mom and dad, something, you know. Well, so I'm trying to get down to the next level. Um, they call it the Slytherin Swamp. Supposedly, it's this old, decaying level of 
abandoned, um, kind of like, you know how there's all this water here? And like this oh. internal bay, right? Right. Well, all this seeps down through the rocks. And supposedly, he looks around. I've always wanted to study one. Yeah. But supposedly, there's a black dragon down below in the slithering swamp. And if you could get down there, supposedly, there's other warrens and cave entrances that take you deeper into the undermount. Take you much deeper. So there's a black dragon? Yeah, yeah. He's got his horde and stuff down there. Oh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, I gotta tell you something. We went through uh, this 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 place, this town, this drow settlement, White Moon. Ah, Bright Moon, yeah, yeah. Well, we found traces of an artificer. Like, we actually found our way into our lab, and it, there's a blue dragon guarding her horde called White Eyes. And back up at Bright Moon? Yeah. Well, yeah. See, see that? See oh, that? Shit. See that goblin who's fallen in with the group on stage there, near the stage? Yeah, yeah, the, the senior citizen one, the old one. Yeah, the, really, well, that's a whole other story. Let me tell you about, like, uh, you know goblins and gems and stuff. They can't keep their hands up. Cr- tries to crack off these flecks of gems off the statue, gets himself cursed, and he's, you know, next thing you know, he's, like, older a decade, and he's just pleased as a peach about it, though. But anyways, he, this... This idiot somehow gotta scammed this dragon into giving one of his scales to him. Scam? <clears throat> wait, wait, wait! You actually talked to the dragon? Not me. Well, I, I put it to sleep with my story. You know how I'm always you put like, it to sleep. <laughs> well, I'm writing. What have you been doing? Well, I, you know, my song I've been writing, right? Like, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. Well, I, I just read of that. It just, you know. I guess he's not a romance fan. I mean, just, and I tried to yeah. spice it up with all the proper erotica that everybody's been suggesting, who's, you know, been giving me notes. Proper about. erotica. Well, you know, you got to spice things up once in a while. These things, it gets kind of slow. If you yeah. Just all, yeah. You know, you can only talk about busting bodices and cleavage and like lumps and things under clothing for so long. They teach you that over at the Candle Keep, do they? Well, there's a lot to read. I just, you know, anyways. Yeah. But, yeah. Okay, I, you know, we could possibly help you get you down further. I'm just wondering, though, should I head? I, we got to head back up the water deep. You know, at, at least I got to talk to mom and dad, let them know I'm alive. I got to get back to camp and keep in touch. I probably write a letter. I've uh, got a meeting with someone over at the markets. I got to, I'm taking some creatures off their hands. I plan on being down here another, oh, maybe four or five days. Okay. Uh, if you if you write me notes and messages, I could take them up if you guys want to keep going. Well, can I meet you? Can I meet you back down here? Like, I, I how do I? You know, just get them passed off to you or something. Oh well, yeah, yeah. I just I can meet you here tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll kind of hang here and write for a little bit. I, you know how this is. Like, I gotta hang back because I just I gotta just kind of supervise these guys and keep my distance before they. You know? Well, yeah, you see those three big ogre guys over there. Yeah, that, the that's the armor and the skulls and the stuff, right? No, 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 no. That's no. They're just. I hired them to kind of be my guides and keep oh, me safe. Yeah, smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't, don't mess with the skulls. Watch. Okay. Fucking crazy fucks. Their favorite thing to do is they like to send people over to the fight pits over at the arena, House of Pain. 
They get like a hundred gold finders fee when you come over there. There's some cat over there, some dude that goes by the name of uh, Rictavio. That if you get sent there by the watch, they just fucking put you down in the pit, keep you there until <clears throat> you either survive or die. Yeah, they like, they like scam newcomers and people who make too much of a show of themselves. That's that, well, they're just assholes, actually. Yeah. Those ones over there, they they just make their own side hustles, what they do. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, yeah, I don't want to hold you up or anything. I just thought, like, it's crazy that we're running you down here. I, I am going to have to catch up on your work when we're both. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I plan on being down here maybe a couple more months and... Yeah. Gather up all my material and samples that I've been collecting up in the warehouse, and I'm gonna make my way back to Candlekeep, do my studies. Yeah. If you anything about Orland, if you hear anything about my sister, if you if kind of direct, like don't write anything, don't put you you know her reputation. Like I just yeah yeah. I certainly wouldn't you notice. I I wouldn't throw her name around anywhere here. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think anyone throws her name around down here. Yes, but okay, okay. I just, yeah. Can I get you? Can I get you something? Just like kind of catch up. Oh no, no, I'm good. Okay. I'm good. All right. Well, it's good All to right. see you again, Winter. Well, likewise, such a pleasure. Okay. Yeah. You can usually yeah. find me here studying, working. Um, just, uh, I'll probably be gone a couple days, uh, get, getting over at the markets. But uh, I'll be here. I'll be around. All right. All right. You take care. All right. See you, Winter. Thanks. So, Tyr, you wrap up your performance. Um, once again, the cheer goes out. So, Tyr, you have earned uh, 82 silver and 26 gold. Woo! That was good. That was really... <laughs> um, I, I walk over to Galbert and Tyr. Um, I congratulate him on the performance. Like That was amazing, guys. That was really... Something phenomenal. But during the performance, I wanted to try and like sneak off because I'm assuming everyone's a little bit distracted. Okay. <laughs> I wanna I wanna try and pick the pocket of those two skull watch guys. <laughs> can we uh can we make it that my music inspired Gilmir? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I don't give him I know. <laughs> So, do do we know uh, to cure Galmir of this of this ailment? Like, we have to go to like a cleric or something, or I can't remember what the. I mean, Tyr was trying to figure it out, but he he gets right. the feeling that's the best option to at least find out what to do. Uh, Galmir, yeah. give me stealth for starters. Stealth. All right. See how you blend in with the crowd. Do I have advantage for the perform? The- Hullabaloo going on. Yeah, yeah. I'll say you have advantage because of everything going on. Yeah. Uh, that's a filthy twenty. Okay. And I still have to bar to if I need it. So as you're nearby, you're using the crowds. You're using the environment to get as close as you can. You mingle in with a small group of uh, goblins and others that are kind of just getting drunk and rolling dice down on the floor and on the table, and you use that as a cover. And you're close enough to hear the two over talk. You know, they're they're talking to each other. I can't believe that idiot fell for it. Uh, Fucking Rictavio's going to pay us good for that one. 
Yeah, I think he's one of them spellcasters. You saw the look on his face, right? Yeah, I don't know. Fucking tourists. I don't know why they come down here like that. I mean, this is... Who, who walks up to people like us and says, do you know of a place to stay? And like, what what are we? Like the, the higher end of Waterdeep? What the fuck? Uh, so, Galmar, is your... They're distracted talking to each other. The no, the, the like noise in the background. They're talking about someone, although you're not really sure who. Um, you're getting closer to where they are. The one on the left is easier to get to. Yeah, I want to try and just. I, I'm not going for. I don't know what they have on them. Yeah. They just look like the most intense people in here. So okay. I, I'm assuming there's something valuable. Yeah. So I'm just trying to grab something from them. All right. Give me a slide of hand. Is this just straight or do I have advantage on this? I'll give you advantage on it. You're in favor, Tori. Slight of hand. I'm going to use the Bardic. All right. Uh, Another filthy 20. Okay. That's a lot of (laughs) filthy 20s. He thinks he's that good, man. (laughs) Oh, that would be off there. Passive. So hanging from the right hip of one of them is a ring of keys. There's about eight of them on there. One looks to be different than the others. Like it's a smaller silver key. And the way it's looped under their belt, it's an easy knot. So you reach out and quickly nick the knot and the keys fall into your hand and you just kind of put them in your pocket. Give me another sleight of hand for the second one. Uh, 21. For that one, you use a crowd of drifters that go by, like a group of pirates that drift by. You use the crowd to get closer to the one on the right. There's a very kind of like ornate belt pouch that you reach into and you pull something out. Um, And you pull out a smaller bag. You can hear coins and other things rattling in it. And you quickly drop it into your own pouch as you kind of drift along with the pirate crowd that went by. Awesome. So I got a ring of keys and a pouch. Yeah. Cool. Who was who he, just to be clear, who was he lifting them off of again? The two drow that Alexander were talking to earlier. Oh, okay. Thank you. Yeah. Just, just for my notes. Give me a final stealth check as you move back into the crowd. Ooh. Uh, 21. Yep. Okay. Good job, dude. Without even realizing you I'm were gone. <laughs> Only uh. Tear would have noticed you sneak away and then sneak back. For right future. at the end of your performance, Tear, you watch as Gelmir kind of just glides out of the crowd over to where the rest of you are standing. Uh, Wintrude, are you joining them over by the stage? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll start heading up there. So the five of you are back together again near the stage, just as Tyr and the Changeling wrap up their performance. Tyr, that was an amazing performance. I mean, wow. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I didn't miss a single second. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Thank you, thank uh, you. We, 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 gotta, we gotta find a cleric for Galbear. I also could use a little bit of additional healing. I found a beautiful, cool in for us tonight. 
Um, but I think we should find a cleric first to, to help yeah. Gelmir out. But we should definitely it, stop by there. Like, clerics are like religious people, so they do good things for free, right? Gelmir, don't worry about it. I'll, I'll, I'll cover it. I'm feeling very generous these days. Oh, good, because uh, all my money's gone. <laughs> I love how he's always just saying his money. Yeah, Gilbert, yeah, just we, we, we should we should do that. Um, uh, I spoke to the Minotaur earlier, and he told us, or he told me, Dead Man's Corner and the Overflowing Urn are two inns. Um, overflowing Urn is a little bit more high quality, a little bit more coin. Uh, he also said to look for an Alaric, a gnome at the Poison Quill. He may be able to assist us with our quest. And uh, something also about an alchemist um, I didn't quite catch. Uh, there'd be a person of interest for us. Also, don't go to Dalgor's Fortress. Don't go to the Seven Woes. Well, those are the two places I wanted to go, so that's unfortunate. <laughs> uh, also, can I just say, like, I feel like if we opened it in here with a halfway decent name, we'd make a killing. Like, I, I, you know, to, like, I, I, I agree. Comfortable I agree. bed and breakfast, like that place would do fucking great. You know, uh, especially after we go to this beautiful inn, the House of Pain, I, I think that I, I, I kind of don't see a reason to continue to dive deeper. You know, I feel like we could scam a lot of people here. We could make a lot of money. You know, who knows? How much? How much? Even... How much money have you made today? I've spent money, okay. <laughs> so I've spent some money, but I, I got the name of a really cool inn, the House of Pain. I mean, it's really helpful. Plus, those guys, you know, they'll keep watch of us and make sure that we're good. Those those two skull guys over there. So I think yeah, I, overall, just, it's been a really beneficial situation. For are we are we sitting down or are we all just standing? Or are we sitting down together or standing up or what? How are we? St- standing, I think. I think we're standing. Standing at this point. near the stage, yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, Tudor, just Alex, give me like 10% of your uh, earnings whenever you get a chance. Alex, <laughs> Alex, if you could bend down here just so I could have an easier time whispering. I I was sitting in the back just listening, overhearing that, to people just talk in general down here. That The House of Pain, it's it's where the fighting pits are of Skullport. No, that that can't be possible. I, okay. I paid them over there. It's... um. It's an invite-only thing. That's maybe yeah. why they, they, they try to trick the the lesser, you know. I, I kind of heard you. You know, I heard that and was kind of peeking in when I was hanging a bit back um, outside. Um, if you – I'm just telling you what it is. If you decide to go there, um, I'm going to advise the guys, the others, and, and uh, Rahi. Let, he'll have to go alone. Just trust me on that one. Wait, did you say fighter pit? Yeah, the the House of Pain apparently is where. Uh, yeah, if Alexander but, chooses to go there. I would very much like to go there as well. Yeah, I, hey, again, it's just these places too. Like, keep in mind, it's not slaving, but they kind of, <sighs> let's just say they conscript people by force, and they kind of get uh, give a kickback to the people who informed them to get the the you know the marks down there if you follow. Oh, them. you're talking no, they're about slaves. indentured. It's we sounds like it. They're, yeah. they're slaves. Is, is there any way like y- you could do a roll to see if my character would believe you? 
I could roll a persuasion check. And yeah. Whatever Jason's <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Up to you. Yeah. I tell you what, you can roll a persuasion check and and I'll let Alexander decide if it's high enough. Okay. I love that. So 17. Okay. Up to okay, you, yeah, I, I I believe you. I rolled insight. <laughs> I yeah. Wow. And, and, I, I, should I go walk over there right now? And now he's just like fuming. Like this is. <laughs> wait, wait. Is we'll it walk a, over where? Fire pit all all fight? fights outside. I mean, I'm all for a fire pit, but now I'm just pissed. Well, and and tear tear. Uh, I, I from what I gathered, Alaric. Uh, there's a, there's an establishment called the Clockwork Gnome, a bit safer to, to meet Alaric than uh, the, the Poison Quill can can really be sort of an unsavory, dangerous place. Um, and we, guys, I can't say enough, like as Dirk writes in his Dungeon Delving Guide, discretion, discretion, discretion. You got a no profile. I, I, is, oh, is Dirk alive see. right now? <laughs> well, is Dirk yeah, still living? You have to keep in mind, uh, he, he he wrote this about 150 years ago, and there's new editions coming out, but he lived to a really ripe old age. If you read his preface, he was successful, of course. He did not die young, and he put his he put everything in the book to the test. Winchard, I'm really angry right now. I can't even listen to you. I, and I, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to go over there. I don't care if you guys give me you back. I'm going to get my money back. I'm going to get no. my money back. I'm, no. I'm going. Yes. And said, I walk over there. No. <laughs> now, and now, guys, now I'm curious. Like, I'm, if uh, a place does have a sweet sounding name, is it like the most dangerous place? <laughs> like, how does this work down here? Yeah, it's that's a good way to approach it, Gilmere. Let, let's keep rolling with that, please. So if somebody's like, go to like the fluffy cloud house, like we all go there. I we it never hurts to follow up as to what exactly the fluffy cloud house is. You don't just take a name off of people down here and assume everything's fine. All right, I'll go find it. I'll meet up with you guys later. The fluffy cloud house. Right. Where is that? Oh, I don't know yet. <laughs> but you think it exists. <laughs> right. You can't just make up pleasant sounding places and then think that it exists and ask people about it. Okay, I'll start. I'll start asking around. You guys go ahead, Alex. Discretion, tier discretion, anything. I mean, what you did. I, I, keep in mind, you're a bard. You're doing what bards do. That's that works, right? Like we get this. This is. But these, just let's just hang back a bit here. These guys. Let, I'll buy you. I'll buy you another ale. We can hang at a table here, but let's let's just calm down and I, I've been trying to help these guys all the way till we've gotten to this point and they won't listen. I I think we're just better off to see how everything plays out. I, I look over my shoulder, is anybody following me? <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> like Darren Winchard are back there. Ronnie's like holding the un like she doesn't drink. <clears throat> she's just holding the taker trying to blend in. And she's just watching you. As you turn around, see if anyone's following you, you just watch as she she gives you a thumbs up. I'm gonna slap a bardic inspiration on Alex as he's going. Okay, you got you got this. And the uh, closer, let's just say, the closer he gets towards that table, yeah. the closer I start getting towards um, the Minotaur and his bar because that seems like the safest place for me. Okay. Now, whether Tyr comes along or not, but like, I'm just slowly making my way over there to avoid any fallout. Okay. Uh, I, I, I go over there and I say, 
Listen, guys. <laughs> I want my fucking rubies and my go my platinum oh, back. Oh. And to be honest, I want some extra for my time. You lied to me about the House of Pain. And and I, I point to my sword. I'm like, I, I don't think you want my trouble. I need an intimidation check. I thought you were going to point to me like my friend. Is like, <laughs> Give me intimidation. Okay, I use my bardic inspiration on top of it. Uh, that is a 24. Okay. Fucking wish I would have rolled higher. Than <laughs> the two of them kind of look at each other and they look at you. They look at your weapon, kind of look at the way you're dressed. And then they kind of reach to their belt. They pull out the two pouches and the coin and just kind of drop it at your feet. We're on patrol anyways. And the two just casually walk out of the bar. They get to the door. They look over their shoulder at you and then dip out the door. Motherfuckers. I walk back to the group. Thank you so much. Do you pick your rubies up? Yeah, I pick it up. I pick it up. (laughs) Before you do that, Gelmir. I know you way too well. What are you doing? Now that you're going on? <laughs> what are, he's so far away. He's staying back. He can't no, he started sneaking away yeah. before you this, left. No, this yeah, fucking so. guy puts agent to the stars in his name. He's an agent of chaos. I know yeah. that. Please. So I want to have been going around trying to figure out what the nicest sounding place in all of Skullport is. Okay. Um, but if I happen to have seen a bag of rubies and platinum drop on the ground, I would absolutely go for them. All right, so give me a stealth check with advantage because of the chaos nature of the bar. Uh, oh, that's bad. It's a 14. A 14? Um, <laughs> give me a sleight of hand. A regular one. Uh, 18. 18. So... Alexander, what's your passive perception? 12. 12? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so as you're side-eyeing the two drow leaving the front, you're like, hmm, take my sh-. And are these the same rubies that Alex stole from me yesterday? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. And, like, you're looking down on the ground. You saw them drop the two pouches and the coin, and you're looking. You don't see them. And you start, like, kicking things and moving tables. Um, give me a sleight of hand check, uh, Alexander. You're trying to figure out where they went. Six. Six? You, you get so mad. You bump into another table, and you just go, fuck it. And you start walking towards the others, trying to get caught up with them. Wintrude, as you're over at the bar, Tyr and Rahi are over by the stage. You don't see any sign of Gelmir, but Alexander has inadvertently just dumped an entire table of tankards into the laps of those three half-ogres. And as he's walking towards you guys, you hear, Oi! Clumsy! What the fuck was that for? And then over your shoulder, you look, Alexander, see these three hulking half-ogres dressed up in pirate gear. Huge tattoos emblazoned. They've got the facial tattoos running up under their scalp. And they've got these big, beefy fits that are just clenched. They're just drenched in 
ale and half-eaten food and the table's been like knocked over as they jumped up after you knocked into it and the three of them are beginning to kind of move towards you yeah i'm talking to you redskin what are you doing you horny bastard i'm gonna rip them fucking horns off your face and you watch as the, the this huge fist is like coming right at you what are you doing alex <laughs> it's like um, really back and it's about to just punch you right in the face um i Ooh, i gotta put on the bar i fight. i i i, I <laughs> step, bar fight music <laughs> i i attempt to step out of the way and 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 trip him <clears throat> why oh we loud whoa so uh if you pick oh, yeah. that up you would have four platinum and two rubies okay. I, I try to step out of the way and trip him Gotta, okay, uh, give me a dex check as you do that. Just standard? Yeah, just give me a dex check. Oh, that nice nice little tilt at the end, 17. 17. <laughs> he doesn't see you do that. As you shift, boom, he trips, and loses his balance. Oh! And he crashes into a table filled with goblins. The goblins just go careening to the right and the left as they stand up and go hey you bastard and you watch as like half a dozen goblins jump onto the ogre and then somewhere off in the distance of the in the tavern you guys hear you just watch as all the tables (laughs) turn over and the entire tavern is just people fist fighting all around you what are you guys doing? Uh, I, I I use thaumaturgy to, to make my voice boom, like, bar fight! Like, you know, to try to make it, like, more insane. And I, I'm, I'm going to try to search and see if I can steal anything through this process because I'm pissed about losing the money that I lost, and I'm trying to get it back in some regard. And so I'm, I'm looking to steal any gold uh, or, or, or rubies or gems or anything of, of, of value in, in that regard as, as this whole thing is... a I'm rolling while avoiding <laughs> myself getting hit. I'm gonna sneak out and I also need to head out. <laughs> yeah, no. You watch his tears like, okay, I'm out of here. Let me uh, yeah, give me a stealth check just so I have a number for you, Tear, as you sneak out of the bar. Twenty one. Okay. We'll see you next week. All see, right, you see you guys next week. Cheers. Yeah. Alright, let me fix ah. I'm guessing Galbert's going to try to steal some shit too now. (laughs) (laughs) Richard's like, oh. Oh, which one do I want to use? I was like, I was like, this is the perfect opportunity to use my never, my high skills intimidation. So I'm like, I really want to use it more often. (laughs) Yeah, my highest is stealth and acrobatics. Oh my god, it's hysterical. Uh, he did Oh, he didn't build me that one yet. I thought he had given me No, he hadn't. Which uh... that performance was like phenomenal. That whole interaction was ridiculously <laughs> good. Like I, I was like I had you at like a, a 7 of D&D improv. Now you're at like a one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wow." Just like there wasn't ums, it was just like really straightforward. You referenced things we did. I mean, the whole thing was like, this is, I know how hard that is. And so I'm like, oh my God. I'm, so Alexander, wow. give me a perception or investigation as you begin to scan 
around looking for a juicy target. Gelmir, all around you, after recovering whoever carelessly thrown down two rubies and four platinum, um, you're, it, the brawl is broken out. Rahi so, is in the middle of it. Every now and then she picks something up and like throws a goblin across the room. She reaches over and picks up somebody else, throws them the other way across the room. It's mayhem is breaking out in the tavern. Okay, can I get advantage on that investigation because of all the chaos and the sure, mayhem? I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. And I want to see if there's like a back room or something that I can try and sneak into. Right, give me perception. 21. With disadvantage because of the chaos. Okay. 21, Alex? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 10. 10? Wintrude, give me a deck save. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, deck save. So 24. 24. Which is like, is there a book that somebody left on the table? <laughs> <laughs> you're like... You're like you just watched as tears snuck into the crowd. You see, don't see Gelmir. Alexander is over by where the two drow were, but now he's like mixed in with the crowd. Yeah. Rai is just picking things up and throwing it. And just at the last moment, a chair comes flying at you and it shatters against the bar. <laughs> just as you duck underneath it, crashing. Then you see Gelmir moving through the legs and the fights. Every now and then his head pops up and he looks around and he sees you and then he dips back down. <laughs> he, he seems to be looking for something, but it, he's not quite sure. Gelmer, you do spot a door on the back wall behind the bar. The Minotaur has leaped over the bar, has this huge cudgel, like this two-handed cudgel, and he's now wading into the fights, just yelling, God damn it! And just like clearing a path, trying to force people out of the tavern and it's just chaos right now. What you are you guys go doing? Door. You're heading towards that door? Um, mm-hmm. Give me a stealth check with advantage. See if you can avoid being targeted. 23. Nice. Uh, give me a deck save with advantage. As an unconscious ogre is about to fall on you. Uh, dirty 20. So as you're crawling... An unconscious ogre with this swollen eye and this wound across their face, like almost lands on top of you. If you're kind of like, oh, and you're like skittering through legs and underneath tables, heading towards that door that you saw at the back wall. Alex. Uh, I'm just chaos. trying to steal, steal yeah. as much stuff as I can. And, and at some points, I don't even care what it is. I'm just trying to take things. I'm just stealing. I'm like, <laughs> In full, like, I'm going to steal everything. Give I me slide a hand with advantage as you're doing that. Oh, nat 20. 22. 22. You see, you Thank see God. somebody's purse is slightly spilled open, and you reach down and you grab their small <clears throat> bag on their belt. You tuck it into yours. You look around. Give me another slide of hand with advantage. I don't think I'm going to beat that first roll. Uh, 20. 20. See another pouch hanging off a belt. You grab that one. You're not even caring. You're just reaching and grabbing by the fourth belt that you grab a pouch off of. So you've gathered four small pouches. A chair comes careening out of the crowd towards you. Give me a deck save. 
Oh, deck save. Oh, I guess the same thing. 16. 16. The chair crashes against the wall just as you duck underneath it. Um, give me perception. Five. Five. You don't see Wintrude. You don't see Gelmir. Um, now you lose sight of Tear. The only person you could see, kind of, she's gradually pushing her way through the crowd. Every now and then, she decks a punch or a bottle that's been thrown. And she finally gets up next to you. Alexander, I think we need to find the others and get out of here. Things are getting a bit crazy. Where did they go? No idea. I agree. Um, and I and I kind of just like push push one of the the uh, like goblins or or whoever I can find closest to me into somebody else, and I spill over a beer. I'm like, all right, I'm good. And then I kind of like <laughs> <laughs> Ryan starts stepping in front of you and like moving patrons out of the way, trying to shift the fight to the left and to the right, heading towards the main front door. Gelmir, you get to the back wall, <coughs> and there's the door right there. I'm, I go in. You you push the door. It won't quite open as you try to push it open. You hear, hey, there's someone in here right now. Wait your time. I really gotta go. <laughs> okay, I'm going right now. I'm using the shit bucket. Go away. There's room for two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, persuasion, I guess. <laughs> I thought you were trying to find like a secret door. You found a poop door. <laughs> I was trying to. I was trying to find like an office, but he'll he'll take what he's got. Uh, Thirteen. What is it? Thirteen. A thirteen. The door suddenly flies open in the opposite direction. Give me a athletics check as it slams into you. Oh no! Do I? Can I use acrobatics? Give me an athletics. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> That's an eleven. Yeah, you feel the weight of the door crash into you, and it shoves you back. Standing there is a um, six-foot-tall kind of uh, pirate captain-looking individual. Their trousers are down to their ankles. They're like holding something in their left hand. Oh, what the fuck? Holy shit! As he like looks <laughs> around, the doors open, pushed you back slightly, but you see an opportunity to crawl in. And as you kind of look around the door, there are um, two buckets underneath planks and they reek. Um, but like up above them, is a small window that looks like it goes out into the back of the building. We we'll robbed the guy with his pants down. <laughs> <laughs> so two things. Uh, one, I want to see if there's anything easily accessible on those pants. Uh, give me perception as you look. Uh, that's a 22. His belt buckle is ornate. It's this big golden belt buckle and in the center of it is an ivory skull made of like pure ivory yeah so <clears throat> i want to like dart between his legs okay and like just grab that belt on my way in okay <laughs> and, and, and then lock the door behind me and then go out the window <laughs> okay so for starters give me acrobatics as you sprint between his legs uh, natural 20 for 28. Nice. Now give me slide of hand with advantage. Um, 
15. 15. <clears throat> so, as you really I rolled a one for his deck save. So, <laughs> as you scamper through his legs and grab the belt, you didn't realize that the belt was slightly looped into his trousers, which inadvertently trips him. And as you trip him, grabbing the belt buckle, jamming it into your waist, and you start climbing up. And then, you don't know why, you turn and look, this six-foot figure is now falling backwards. As you open the window, um, which luckily is open because slightly kind of like vented open, he could hear the fight's now spilling out onto the street. You push the remaining length of the window open, and just as you pour like pull yourself through the window, your little goblin feet allow you to get through. The big guy crashes down into the buckets, <sighs> slams in buckets of shit, goes spraying up in the air, just literally like the, the entire interior of the shit house, just as you make it out the window. And then I'll just yell on my way out. I'll just say, uh, and never forget the name Alexander. <laughs> <laughs> Um, give me persuasion as you say that. Never forget the name Alexander. Oh, no, that's a three. Yeah. You watch as a guy quickly jumps up and looks out the window just as he watches your shadow kind of like run away. And you can just hear, I'm fucking gonna kill you, you little goblin. And you just kind of make your way into the street. Alexander Rahi has forced her way through, gotten the two of you up to the to the exit and you watch as a little gnome with all of his gathered materials like runs in front of you and out into the street um wintrude you're back at the bar what are you doing i i want to take a series of dodge actions to get the <laughs> out of there so go ahead and um i'll say give me a deck save with advantage Okay. Okay. So that's a twenty-seven, and let me re-roll my one. And a nineteen. And a nineteen. Yeah, twenty-seven. Uh, give me acrobatics with advantage. Acrobatics with advantage. Uh, twenty-four, and then. Yeah, it's 24. Okay. The high roll. So, as you're hopping from table to table, sliding underneath chairs, dodging, <laughs> shifting stances of people that are kind of engaged in fighting with each other, um, tables and chairs are being thrown, bottles crashing around you. Just as you reach the front of the tavern, you run into Alexander and Rahi um, as they're exiting. No sign of Gelmir. But as all of you come stumbling out together out of the front of the tavern, there's unconscious people everywhere. And every now and then someone's getting thrown out of the tavern by the Minotaur. Things are calming down a little bit, but not much. The fight spills out onto the street. Um, Gelmer, you're in the back alley behind the tavern. Where would you like to go? Everyone else is gathered out front. But you're not really sure where everyone actually is at this point, Gilmer. I'll um I'll wrap around to the front okay. and just be like, 
Oh my goodness, there's a bar fight. This is no... <laughs> what? At which point, yeah. a dozen Skull Watch show up and immediately charge into the tavern. And whoever's in the tavern comes immediately charging out once the Skull Watch got, gets here. And the street in front is chaos. Everything around you is just chaos at this point. But you guys are all back together again. What do you want to do? We, we need to go to a clear. And, and, and now I kind of want to enter into the fighting pits. Yeah. Those things. So you guys drift a little further down the street, get a little further away, a little further away. Um, the... <laughs> Worm gullet, you could hear, and then another dozen skull watch guards come <laughs> tromping on by, heading up the street. Um, you and, guys like all are these, well, all these skull watch guys. Do I notice like do they all have the same like set of keys that I have, or like did that one guy just have a unique set? Uh, give me a perception check as they run by you. Uh, Thirteen. 13. Hard to tell. They're moving so quick. Um, you don't notice any keys on anybody's waist by chance. It's just they move by relatively quickly. Um, but with that perception check, you also notice that the five of you have stumbled in front of a place called the Guts and Garters. And it appears to be a clothing shop. <sighs> uh, Alex, this is the place you are to go to, right? No, you. We need to take you to a cleric. Maybe they have. Maybe it's guts and garters and clerics. No, it's not. <laughs> no, I, it's not. Okay. But, but we might be able to sleep there. But either way, let's go find <laughs> guts, garters, and clerics. Yes. <laughs> um, I, I I look for somebody passing by that looks interesting and knowledgeable, and I uh. Walk up to him in an intimidating <laughs> fashion, and I say, "Hey, you! Can you tell me where the closest cleric or healer is?" Oh, I'm so <coughs> what? What? I need what? to know where the closest cleric or healer is now. Uh, you can go to the Shadow Temple. I just, just go, go, um, just go <coughs> down by Dead Man's Corner. There's, there's, there's a temple, and maybe there's a priest. Oh my God! I need you to lead me. me there. I need you to lead me there. <laughs> Uh, now you can give me intimidation check. <laughs> I, I want to help him. And just okay. Like, yeah. D do what he wants or else you'll need the closest healer and cleric. Uh, all right. Intimidation <laughs> with advantage. All right. 24. <laughs> 24. Goes, I, I don't. Uh, okay. And he just starts running away from the group. Just like he just starts running off in a separate direction. Do you, um, can, can you just... Calm down, you two. Let's. God, let... My adrenaline is really odd. odd like, yeah, I yeah. noticed. Thank you. <laughs> I, I... Um, <laughs> you should be a motivational speaker. <laughs> All right. If we I start go heading to... towards the the cleric where, like, go, let's go. Let's let's okay. calmly make our way there. Gosh, you know, I'm sorry. You know, you you know, need Richard, to I'm so sorry. I should really thank you. You, if it wasn't for you. I wouldn't have realized about this house of pain, which is a, a, a huge financial opportunity for me because I'm invincible, right? So we could just right. kill everything in there. And um, also, I was able to get my money back, but then I lost my money. I don't know what happened there. Um, <laughs> That's what I found money. 
Uh, well, I, I also found money, Gilmer, at the end when the when the brawl fight, I kind of insinuated that maybe a little bit, but I, I found some money too. Well, I don't know, actually know what I found. I haven't we, looked at it yet. Yeah. I'm scared to open it up here. Let's let's stop talking about let's stop talking about all the money you found in one of the most dangerous places on the Sword Coast, and go to the temple. Okay. I, 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 I'm, I'm I feel like we can do both, but whatever. No, well, I just don't want you to get. I'm looking out for you. Just take You're my advice. Such a good me. guy. Or girl. Girl, girl, girl. <laughs> you know, I I just think your view is one of the bros constantly. You know? Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's, let's like it's completely platonic, pl- platonic, platonic. And, and I, I don't, no, I don't want to. I'm, I'm, sure I'm not attracted to you in that way. Not to say that you're yeah. not attractive. You might be attractive. You know, you are attractive. You are very pretty, sure but I'm not. Patronic. You know, Alex. Alex, when you said patronic, you should keep it like yes, the boss. Uh, if you would listen to me a bit more, life would be a lot easier for you. Do you have a book that maybe I could read? <laughs> I've been quoting you, the Dirk, all along. Again, discretion. Uh, discretion. This Where's is your book, Richard? We could make some serious dough. Yeah, let's let's get to the temple first. Okay. And then we'll yeah, talk no, about fine. all the money I should be making. Okay. I appreciate it. It's quite. Uh, Gilbert could be your business manager. Yeah, I'll I take ten percent. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Okay, Gilbert." Yeah. No, we really need to start looking at diversifying your funds, Richard. Oh, sure. Yeah, you, you just kind of like give it away willy nilly. You're not really. <laughs> we really need to go over your portfolio and see. What, what's your stance on a good Roth? Let's let's go. <laughs> so you guys are having this conversation while following this startled average person that was just like wandering through the streets. I'm there. There. Up there on the uh, the shadow, uh, the, the, yeah, they'll take care of you. And he immediately looks at all of you and just runs off into the crowd. I would have given him some gold. I mean, this guy, he, he doesn't know how to way to negotiate oh, his. Can way. I cast Hunter's Mark on that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you feel Hunter's Mark take? It's now marked on him. That's all right. I know where he is. We can find him. Okay, yeah. I want to take so the, care of him. I, I feel bad. Are now standing. I didn't know he was going to be so scared. You guys are killing me. Bobby, <laughs> <laughs> you're now standing. Um, uh, so he would have taken you guys over to... You were at the Guts and Garters, and he would have ran with you. Yeah, so he ran with you. You're now closer to the Poison Quill. You can see the Poison Quill and the Gnome Workshop side by side off to the left. Across okay. from that, this thing that he pointed up to is this kind of strange looking like facade of a temple. Doesn't even really feel like it's a um like a like a like a real temple. Um, it feels like maybe it used to be one and eventually, um, like just, uh, like too loud. Sorry. (laughs) Keep forgetting that I haven't redone this one yet for the new sound settings. And just Um, to be just a heads up, I'm casting that Hunter's Mark at third level. Okay. So how long does that last for? Eight hours. Okay. 
Boy, you're really going to go track that guy down. Um, so the five of you are on these fractured steps that lead up to a statue that's been amalgamated, like been made out of other parts and pieces. And it looks like it is this elven form that's covered in like a kind of like makeshift veil of fabric. And you can hear kind of like religious chanting coming out of the interior of this dilapidated looking chapel. It's more chapel in size than a traditional temple. And you can see the occasional person going in. Like you watch as this um, this orc walks by and he's just covered in like a pox. Like there's like little pustules bursting out on his skin and you can hear him mumbling to himself, I should have never done that. Should have never done that. And like goes racing by into it. You watch as this strange, um, uh, uh, like drow um, individual kind of step out of the temple and guide them in to the temple. What are you guys doing? Well, that if, if he's heading in, this looks like the place, Galmir, where we can try to get that curse off of you if it's a curse. That sounds great. Well, that sounds really good. Can we head on in? Yeah. Yeah. So if you say it's a good place, I was going to ask more people, but if you don't think that yeah. that's a good idea. And then when we're done, we can go find our guide. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to be our guide for the rest of our time here. <laughs> you, did, you, did you do the hunter thing? Oh, yeah. No, I got him for the next eight hours. We're good. Oh, fuck yeah. Well, yeah, and, and what's the out. maximum range on that for you to be able to tell uh, where he is? It's, like, insane. Um, it's, like, a mile or something like that? <clears throat> yeah, I think I just have advantage on trying to find him, like, period. Yeah, like, it, it, you get, it guides you in the general direction of where you think the mark is, is on him. Um, and as the five of you come up the temple stairs and at the entrance, this all in black cloistered looking, um, priestess with long, long red hair, the deep silver and black skin of a drow, her bright, bright green left eye and purple right eye. And what can the temple of the Shah do for... The likes of you five. Well, if we could be discreet, my goblin friend here might have a curse placed on him that's aged him at least a decade. Oh, he looks quite fine to me. Just brings him closer to his finality. We can inter him here if you'd like. Wait, like internship? Sure, if you want to call it that. We could put you inside of a ship as well. Can I, can I do uh, insight to see if they're bullshitting? Insight. Well, I was thinking nineteen. Nineteen. They prefer death more than life. They. She seems genuinely interested in providing for Gelmir's final resting place. Guys, we got to get out of here. This is, I don't know. Not, this is a death temple. Yeah. I don't know which eye to look at. We yeah, so we're gonna have to use your hunter's temple. mark. And go, we just uh, 
allow people to be interred here once they've perished. We gotta and go this first. young goblin, oh, excuse me, this elder goblin looks like, well, we could certainly make his hospice here very comfortable. Wait, so, like, when I die, am I supposed to go meet, like, your god or something? Uh, or your patron or your own god. I mean, death is a unique experience for anyone who chooses to embrace it. Can I, can I be a ghost here? I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> you guys we are of the me. dark and the shadow of the unknowing of death. Uh, it's possible it might happen. Shall we this, discover it together? This is going as well as I could expect. And I'm going <laughs> to turn it into gaseous form. I'm a ghost. I'm a ghost right now. I'm no, no, that's not actually a ghost. We call that gaseous cloud. And I'll turn back to normal. <laughs> I uh, see. Uh, um, one moment. And she looks at you for a moment. She brings out like a strange little cylinder with oil on it and she flings it at you and oh my you do have a curse upon you we could remove it for you if you so desire it's inside just, check <laughs> yeah give me an inside check see if she's telling the truth it's just costly Close. and not always you, you have an advantage oh, yeah you have, advantage, remember you right. have to circle it I love how all Funny. my players forget that they have gear. Who's <laughs> <laughs> the gear? Twenty. Yeah, I mean, she seems genuine. She's spooky as fuck, but she begins to describe the cost, um, and sometimes it could be a painful process. Let's do it. Well, how about this? You do Change it for my free, guys and then I just—I'll <laughs> kill a bunch of people. So, so there's natural death, and then there's murder. Um, right, well, we, I'm going to do the harder one for you. No, no, that's not really how this works. We don't need you to... to... Shaw will guide us upon death. I, don't, I do not worry about that. <laughs> the shadows and mysteries of the Shah uh, keep us rooted in our understanding of the world. We are merely offering you... A service of removing this curse that you seem to have acquired from somewhere. And I have to be honest, it is an ancient curse. Have you been involved with any kind of relics or old magics recently? No. He, 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 he touched, uh, he touched uh, the touched. Give chair. me he deception, if you would, please. <laughs> I'm going to rat you out immediately. <laughs> <laughs> a nine. A nine? She just side eyes you and then looks at Alexander and the others. Well, clearly that's not true, or else you wouldn't be cursed. Is but anyways, priestess. Yes, Galmir, folks, can, can you give me just a moment with the, the priestess aside? Uh, we, 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 and, and, we and we'll, we'll be right back. We'll be right wait, back. Wait, 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 no, no, witch. we're gonna head over. And then we head over. Is, is she following me? I'm kind of already stepping away from the group. Um, she's just standing at the top of the stairs, just being uh, patient. Well, I'm, I'm gonna come up the stairs to her then. Okay. Wait, Witcher, I, I want to offer. If, her if I can whisper to her, Witcher, I want to, I want to, I want to offer her something. Well, give me a second, Witcher. I got, I got, I got a bartering chip here. Priestess, priestess. Yes. My goblin friend would be best persuaded to pay for your services. Tell him that 
the cure will also guarantee him all the gems he could think of finding. If you just tell him that, you're you're like 75, 80% there. Uh, give me a persuasion check on that one. You're arguing against us. <laughs> <laughs> you're helping them. That's a, that's a filthy 20 as we call filthy it around 20? these parts. Very well, so you want me to lie so that your friend will be persuaded to get better? Yes, he ah. he's g- goblins. It's, you know. Oh, yes, I'm, yes. Um, by the way, my name is Valerie Sembra, as ah. opposed to Priestess, but that's fine. Ah, um, Valerie, Wind, Wind, Wintrude Weatherby. Uh, Master Goblin, uh, and what's his name? Uh, it's, it's Master. Yeah, right. <laughs> Master Gelmir. Uh, Master Gelmir. Um, if you proceed with this uh, tale of recovery and we you allow us to remove this curse, my understanding is you will gain the luck and benefit of discovering all the gems of your deepest desires. Oh, perfect. And after I get them, I'll come back and pay you. <laughs> She like she looks over at Wintrude and um, is he adult? Is there something wrong with him? I, you know, I I have something to offer you that uh, might be of heavy interest. Um, What 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 if I just what what if I just paid me talk? What if I just paid? (laughs) We don't have all our lives to do this for him. Which road? Wait a second, okay. We can't overinflate the local economy, Winter. <laughs> <laughs> Inflation. Um, what? What is your name? Um, my name. My name is Valerie. My name is Valerie Sembra. Valerie, you uh, are in the business of natural deaths, per se. Would you, well, would you we are the business of helping those that transgress from death or other things that need guidance. Those that are I, seeking healing of it, it kind of depends. Well, well, one second, and I reach into my bag and I pull out um, this beautiful sack of uh, a pound of sleepy mushrooms, and I'm like, "So, I acquired this natural organic mushroom." From a deep, deep cave in the Under Mountain, and I'm aware it, of what those are. How much yes, do you have? A pound. I would gladly trade you that for our services. Um, we can Ooh. certainly come up with something. I just, I just need a handful for myself, but then the rest you can have. Very well. Um, please follow me, if you would. Yes. So Gelmir? Rahi is like shoving Gelmir up the steps. Come on. Rahi's like, yeah, come sorry. on, Gelmir. Let's get you back to normal. Absolutely. And then while we're walking, tell me how this finding all the gems thing I want works. Well, you open your book, Gelmir. We'll get to those crossroads <laughs> when we get there. Let's get you. How, um, how quick is this turnaround? Like, it's right after the performance. You just, your, your brain will be. Yes. Sure. That's exactly what's going to happen. It's great. It's great. Do you do this so, for all of us? I, I, no, you're the one with the 
you know what? Let's just walk. And she, <laughs> she, so as you enter in, you can hear like other priests and priestesses working with others. And she takes you into this very dark and gloomy. It's very poorly lit. You can see a great elven statue now in the interior over by an altar. Um, she looks around. Oh, yes, this cloister is available. And she begins to guide you guys off to the right into a small round room. Um, it has a lot of, uh, uh, like, divine-looking Cyrillic writing on the ground. Um, and she goes over to Gilmer as the, the rest of you kind of wait. She goes, oh, please, if the um, four of you would wait out here, the... Divine incantations are secreted to the Shah and we're not allowed to share them. And she closes the door gently as the four of you wait outside. Gelmir, she walks over and grabs your hand. So, um, let us prepare. And she guides you over to the center of the round room. She places you in the middle of a circle. Um, and as she stands you there in the middle of the circle, you watch as she begins to do incantations and she begins to do all these other activities. Like, um, go ahead and give me a wisdom save, if you would. All right. And then I fully start to undress how she's doing. This. Yeah, you're like... <laughs> That's a 12. <laughs> um, so as you stand there, the last thing you remember her saying in her incantation... We have found you a perfect vessel, my lord. And then you go out. You black out. And that's where we're going to finish today. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> brought, this is great. This is great. You brought a cursed <laughs> goblin to the Temple of the Shar. Uh, you couldn't write this if you wanted to. <laughs> So is he fucked? I don't know. We'll have to find out next week. <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm having so much fun with Galmir. Galmir fucking rocks. He's a lot of fun. And, and the best part about Galmir is the way you all interact with him. Like each one of you have like your your own like little nuance that you keep having with Galmir. <laughs> Just try to rip me off. I'm, I'm burning this whole temple down. <laughs> you, you guys, right. Every we will be back so here good. next week. Everybody, thank you so much for coming out. I've almost got the intro done uh, for the uh, for the Undermountain. Uh, hopefully, I'll get it done in the next few days. Um, I've got a another session coming up at four o'clock. Fool's errand, which will be back here at four, and then seven fifteen tonight. We've got Debtors Gambit as they take on their patron. So everyone, be kind, be safe, play a game. Um, I'll see the three of you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. I can't wait to get this intro done. It's going to be so cool. <laughs>